The Monday Night Lights podcast is back. Finally, Brian Piercy here along with Charles Maki, Jeremy Cohn. Andrew Hedis is in midseason form and is late as always. He apparently will be here later. But uh, how you boys doing today? Doing great. I uh, I cannot forget about that song, man. It gets me going every single time. It does get me amped. We should probably play it before every game on Mondays. Like kind of like a national anthem. Yeah. yeah, there was people making the suggestions of like editing out the ducks, trying to throw the maroons in, but yeah. you know, it just takes it out of the out of place. It might sound weird, so <laughs> yeah, you know, just make a hard edit. Maroons. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, they don't even try. It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like Gilligan's Island, where all of a sudden they changed the the last verse when it was like others, and then they did it to the Professor and Marianne. It just wasn't the same. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. So. Uh, first of all, we're trying out a new platform. Uh, we're going over to YouTube here. We've heard some people suggest that. They said they like it better, easier for them to get on there. And also, honestly, it makes it easier for me to not have to actually upload the video later. A couple other points of reason why we're giving it a try is if you actually jump into the feed late, you have the ability to rewind and start from the beginning before the video kind of goes. So you have that DVR uh, type feature. As always, give us a call on the Whoop line as well, 714-75-WHOOP. We got the email address podcast at mnlhl.com. Um, you know, go over to the Twitch site. You can still use your Amazon Prime sub and uh, feed the league that $2 every month. I think I'm on a, I don't know, two-year streak or something like that. Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. So Buy us our socks. Buy us our socks. <laughs> and if you're interested in future episodes of coming on the podcast, just let me know. And we will try to line that up. I'm not sure exactly how often we're going to be doing this. The K-Falks were on a buy, made it easier. I'm getting old. It's hard for me to stay up till 11, 12 o'clock and then do a podcast the next day and do the same thing. So uh, you want to get started? Absolutely. Let's do it. So first thing on the agenda, I tried to get a Jersey update. Last time I heard anything, we were saying early to mid-October. We're looking on that. Just for some clarifications for when the what the company is we were a little bit late with um, getting the orders in than what we expected. We had a couple of people who couldn't finalize the colors of what their jerseys were supposed to be. And they wanted a lot of small little changes on it. So it took a little bit longer than we expected, but um, you know, we're still three weeks out or more. So, you know, all is right with the world, I guess. The Americans needed their jerseys. There was a little bit of, we'll talk about it later. There was a little bit of controversy having a little bit of issue with team bonding. I think the jerseys will really get us into our mid-season form. But until then, we're going to have to 
we're gonna have to figure something out go to therapy i don't know <laughs> yeah when you started to mention the jersey update i forget that uh it's, it's, it's a podcast and people can't see my eye rolls half the time but <laughs> like so you've known your co-gm right I, we had some shuffles this year right i backed out panty grabbed busta you know and, and they i don't think they were the hang-up I think Crunk's kind of new, new to the Americans, right? And so there, there were some change-ups, but huh? Of right. course it was. We all knew that. Let's be honest with ourselves. Okay, the, but the hold up, was, hold up was the Tigers. They, they <laughs> was it the tig- okay, but like yeah, but like like straight up, dude. Like you knew what you were doing. Why uh, have this shit finalized, right? Like we we do the draft early, so the jerseys will come in time, and all you should have to do drafts on Tuesday. Hit up your team on Wednesday. Yo, dog, what color? Like, what what number do you want? What size are you? Order them on on Thursday, right? Why are we waiting two three weeks afterwards? It's obnoxious. Yeah, I think to be fair, there was there was a couple little modifications. We had to have a little bit more help from the company than we normally do. But you know, main colors should have been picked by then. Mockups are coming in, and then all of a sudden, at the last seconds, like, no, can we get a dark blue? Can we get a black? Can we see like these five different color combos? It, Let's finalize those well before the draft, at least color-wise. I can see right. here's a mock. We want a small little changes here or there, but primary color should be picked out at that point. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. So there has also been some talk, I know, in WBW room and then also in the Ivory Tower. Should we start considering to get different types of jerseys? There's those printed ones that K-Felks had. You know, you can make them look just about any way you want. They typically have a lead time of three to four weeks. And I know Weaver's team, they even have a reversible one that is printed on both sides. They have a home and away. Is that something that you think would be a good idea for the league to consider? I'm a huge fan of the uh, of the quality of jerseys we have right now. I don't know. I, I really like that. Uh, you know, it, it looks the, the sewed on, you know, it looks great. It looks it very feels authentic. good. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I think it, I think it fits right, too. And then I can wear it to can wear it to like a baseball game or something when I got my Tigers jersey, you know, <laughs> take it to the Tigers game. People people give me looks, but you That's know, it's you right. a hockey jersey at Comerica Park, dog. Well, I'll, it's either that or the Saltillo jersey. Which you one do you wear, want? You gotta wear the Saltillo Chihuahuas, dude. Well, what's Priya gonna wear? <laughs> you know, <laughs> fair. Whoops, my my bad. <laughs> Cone, what are, what are your thoughts about that? So, I think we were spoiled from the get, right? By By having nicer jerseys from the beginning. Uh, I really see no issue with doing a, a a jersey that's that's printed, and then I love the idea of doing reversibles because then every team can get their choice of what they want, right? You, you don't have to have this conversation of who's gonna who's wearing dark blue versus this, and and you just you have the other sides of white, and you just when you're playing that other team that matches, you just flip it over. It's no big deal. Who says you even have to go a white and a color? Why couldn't you go like the Nordiques go? A we could blue do blue and a, blue red. and a red, right? You yeah. know, primary colors. Absolutely, um, dude. And, you know, yeah, it's in, you know, they, they decide that that's the night that they're going red, you know? Kind of like the Lions going all white on Mondays. So it works out great for everybody. Except for the final score. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. at halftime, Piercy. I don't know. I'm at the point where I think we should just look for the printed ones. Uh, if we could guarantee something that's there beforehand, four weeks in, if we could have a home and away... I think it'd be worth it. I personally don't really care about the the quality of the patches being sewn on. Have I worn those jerseys like rarely outside of MNL? Maybe if I'm subbing, I'm subbing for the Whalers. Yeah, I'm going to wear them. Drop in hockey, I might grab one of them, wear them. I, personally, I don't wear them out and about. They now sit in my basement in a pile. Uh, Hedis, welcome. 
Yeah, good to be back. I was a little too far away. We got we got to train um, you back up on this. It's it's Troy's mic. I'm used to the corner. To be honest with you, everybody puts baby in the corner. I told I told him, <laughs> um, Jersey's late. We're looking at about 13th to the 20th of October on that. Oh, that's perfect. That's time to get a new set, boys. It's time to get a new set. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think do you think having that quality of jersey that we have, but always being so late on that's worth it? Would you be would you prefer to go down to a little bit lower quality jersey for time wise and beginning of the season, or what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think you guys kind of covered it. Kind of walked in and heard a little bit of it. And was walking in. Um, I I feel like the quality of the jersey makes the league. I feel like there should should just be a Monday Night Lights jersey that you everyone has that's a reversible. It's just kind of like a maybe you pay an extra like. 10, 15 bucks you enter the league. And Are you saying some, like a drop-in type jersey? Yeah, kind of like a black and okay. white. It's reversible. Sure, sure, sure. And then okay. every team just has that in their bag. So like, let's say the Americans play in their Navy one year and then another team is like blue deeks and you don't want the two blues clashing. Okay. You just have someone wear white instead and then, then you have like, you know, the Navy and the white and then you don't have that issue. But it's just like a mandatory, here's like your, your $15 sure. tax sure. and we can just do one, I don't know, beginning of the year for every new player or something. And Okay. I, I Yeah, I... I don't hate that idea. That's always been tossed around for a little bit, but yeah. But I mean, I, I like the quality of the jerseys. I think this year in particular, it's so slow just because, not because of like the distributors or anything, but because the materials are so hard to find. I was just talking to a rep yeah. the other day from like Vaughn and another guy from uh, Bauer. They're saying like goalie equipment wise, like if mm-hmm. you're custom order stuff, it takes mm-hmm. 16 weeks right now. Yeah. They know the new True brand. They have the NHL. If you yeah. ever get like those type of pads and equipment, that takes an entire year. So mm-hmm. I think it's just COVID's made everything just, you know, last the a little bit longer. Materials are crazy. Yeah. And then shipping too, right? There's huge weights imports and stuff like that so oh, yeah you hear there's people lined up as far as i know they haven't shipped yet so hopefully when they do there won't be issues there but no, no, they'll sit they'll sit on a boat for a while <laughs> so. yeah that's that's the rumors i've been hearing but uh who knows and just to let anybody know if anybody's trying to do the chat i do have it on subscriber only chat so uh you do have to press that subscribe button if you want to throw something sorry, in the, the chat room sorry Brian. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> subscribe I'll let you know just if he responds to that. <laughs> Still just have the losers. <laughs> so next thing, obviously, right now we're doing our games 9.30, 10.30, 11.30. Olympic rink isn't open. Everything I heard, we should be back to our normal schedule on October 4th. Haven't heard any updates that it's not going to happen. But, uh, you know, crossing the fingers and hoping it goes well. We're old men, right? It's over. Over the hump. Got about five years left. We'll see. Oh, and, uh, I, I, I didn't even stay. For, I didn't even stay till the end, and you know, get home. I probably was in bed by midnight. I was dragging ass all Tuesday, and still made it to the gym. But you know, nine o'clock. It's like I'm gonna go lay down in my bed, old man. It makes that's why we can't do podcasts anymore for situations like this. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta figure out whatever Jeremy's doing all day. Jeremy Drager. Yeah. Why? Because he's he's up till two a.m. on these uh, oh. these Monday nights, Wednesday nights, and yeah. he's good to go in the morning. As, it, as without far as coffee, I can tell. without coffee too. Right? And yeah. we had we had an eventful Tuesday morning, which we'll get into later. But isn't he an energy drink guy? He, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess you're right. So yeah. you can't say it's, out coffee. Caffeine's yeah. caffeine. You can yeah. you can train yourself. Trust me, you can train yourself to sleep ten or twelve hours, or you can train yourself to sleep four hours. It just right. depends on the opportunity. So. Yeah. Speaking from personal experience. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I haven't heard anything about the uh, cement on the ice going down any more than it uh, has already. But from what I heard is they're going to put in that ice no matter what coming at the end of this month. So so I talked to the Zam driver the other night as I was leaving. Yeah, Siren. This is why we bring this this guy on. This is the Drake horn. (laughs) Inside scoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, 
He says, we're putting that shit in. I'm tired of staying here so late. That was his quote. So <laughs> take it for what it's worth. He's just the Zam driver. We're putting that shit in. I'm tired of staying here all night. He's got the CEO's ear. He does. I yeah. mean, if they don't, if they let, if he just leaves, he quits his job because they don't want to. Who's who are they gonna hire to do the Zam? Dude, we'd probably Uncle Fister. Up, Uncle, Uncle Fister, Fister be up yeah. there. <laughs> we would not have the Zam. <laughs> He'd have the the t-shirts between the games and shoot him into the stands. Judge's dad would catch him all. <laughs> Chad sitting there with his socks, throwing them onto the ice. That's what Chad would do. Yeah, so I think all of us old men were praying that the ice gets in, start having those 10 o'clock games again. Luckily, the Maroons, they might not have to do an 11.30 game, so we're crossing our fingers. I was super excited because I, we got our one in and we were done. And I'm like, I'm not doing any 11.30s after this. Mm-hmm. We're on bye week next week. Yeah. Guess who called me? Jeremy Drager. Oh, yeah, that's I right. Said, selling for hell. I said, that's fine. Just, just please tell me it's not at 11.30. And he goes, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, you motherfucker. You could have said no. Nah, I can't say no. Actually, this week, Skillman asked me if I could sub for the Tigers, and I, I'm like looking at my calendar, and it's, I see an 8 o'clock meeting on my calendar, and I'm just like... Yeah, but is that a camera's on, or just one of those, like... Pierce's on. Oh, I probably didn't say a word in the meeting, or acknowledge <laughs> that I was there. But, just knowing I had to be up, and had to be ready to go... I was just like, I can't do it. I, I can't sub. So mm. I, I was a baby this week. So hopefully it's my last time with my vagina hurting, but who knows? <laughs> vagina strains are real, buddy. It's okay. They are. Um, so I say let's move on to some games. Anybody have a problem with that? No, that's a perfect segue as to why the Tigers lost, because Piercy didn't sub. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm a force, but uh, we'll, we'll start with the 930 game. We had uh, the Maroons versus the Americans. The Maroons 5, Americans 2. We have an American in the room. Yeah. Let's have you start out giving us your description of that game. Well, uh, you know, they they reached for me in the 11th round. And I did, <laughs> and I, and I did not produce. I'm That's sorry, Antioch. I'm sorry, Krunk. I'm sorry for, to the rest of the team, but I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. There was also one play where I could have easily passed over to Serta. He had a wide open goal, and I wanted the glory. It's okay. Take yeah. that, baby. It's all good. <laughs> no, it was a... I mean, overall, it was a pretty strong game. I think that, you know, of course, when you put... When you let up three goals in the first period, it's going to be a... It's going to be a long night. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... Because there's I, only two goals after that, right? There are only one, two goals one after. One goal per, per period. And we... I was subbing in, in net, and, like, we just couldn't... We couldn't get out of that, that deficit, right? There were chances. There were a lot of chances. Just not... a didn't finish and i i will say there were a couple of goals that went in that were just yeah i mean great good job there were good goals but i i feel like we we made it easy on you guys on a couple of goals in that first period in the first period yeah. yeah hedis you were there you got to see the game from the side give us your neutral opinion of the game um a little bit to what you guys were saying, I kind of agree with. Like the first period, the Americans lost. I mean, I don't know yeah. if you guys weren't, you know, playing too much of that Yeezy in the locker room or what mm-hmm. you guys were, you know, a couple had a whole pack to yourself, a whole pack of little bats before you rolled deep out in the ice. But I feel like you guys kind of got played in the first and probably for, I mean, by the time the first period was over, I mean, no offense, but Monday Night Lights, you get down by three goals. Game's over. The game's about over. Um, I mean, it, de- it depends. I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, 
teams can storm back. I mean, there's one year the Americans came back and, and they tied us one time. It was like 3-3, three, three, but yeah. it, it, it's rare. It's rare. It's tough to score because like that magic number in Monday Night Lights is three goals, right? If you right. get three goals, generally you're, you can, you can try to eke out a win. Right. Um, if you look at like the, the stats over the past three to four years and you look at the goals against, uh, for every goalie and you look at the goals for, uh, yeah. I mean, it's been slowly trending up a little bit, but like it, it's generally three goals get you a win. So you guys go down three in the first. I mean, you're gonna have to go down the hatches. Um, I don't know if some of the Americans' defensive pairings, like I don't know if like your assignments, if you guys like specifically assigned like Dave P and Crunk against like Sugar or how you guys did it. But um, I felt that some of the defensive pairings, like you guys may have like the talent on your team, but you guys didn't like properly like you know assign or be like very dutiful about who was on the ice when they had their you know they're their kind of like their star line out there until about halfway through the game then i started noticing it was like crunk and dave p when sugar was out there and then you had like antioch out there against them so you could let sort of do his thing mm-hmm. um against the other line so i felt like if you guys kind of were a little bit more prepared going into the game maybe and you had your assignments kind of like a better game plan you guys probably would have been um you guys probably would have been a closer it wouldn't have been three nothing it might have been like you know one nothing or something but even that being said they did have a a lot of chances against Yukon. I mean, and there yeah. were quality, there were quality scoring chances. It wasn't like Dude, it was. It, you kind of got shelled was, a little bit, yeah. And even going in the second, you were kind of shelled a little bit. But like once you got your feet underneath you, like you said, it was a two-two game after that. And sure, it was a kind of like a garbage time goal of the last three minutes. I think right. you guys got a goal, let's make it five-two. But um, for the most part, it was like a it was a one-goal game in the two periods. So I would just say, I mean, if you guys if you guys can game plan a little bit better, just make sure your assignments are better on the ice. You'll probably be fair better. I don't think your I don't think the O2 record really reflects kind of what your team is, but. I mean, you have an eight-seven loss, and then a what a five-two loss. So it, I, I, yeah. I felt to be like fair, after and that, that and that, game uh, was over, I thought that they were losing. Like I went back on it and thought about it this morning when I knew it was coming on the podcast. I thought it was like a seven-to-two loss. That's what it felt like because I think the puck was like in our zone so much. Sugar and Edge were they had some wicked chemistry. For being two dudes that have never played together before, they were very scary, and I'm not looking forward to going up against that all season. They were, that was a very good line. Um, yeah, it could have been, it could have been a lot worse, but I mean, there's also a lot of like really bad bounces and then a dumbass penalty to start the game, right? Gumma slash I stick right off his hand. Like what, what was the point of that dude? That wasn't Gumma. That was, yeah, it uh, was. Gumma served the penalty. It was Gumma. It was Gumma. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah. he's, he's probably going to sure claim right. that, that I yeah. did something to him, which is maybe completely possible, but, but dude, why do that? Why do that after the play? Draw the penalty and go on the power play instead of being on the penalty kill. Right. And then realistically Gumup could have got a misconduct as unsportsmanlike because he was arguing with the ref for five minutes before going in the box as well. Right. I know. I mean, I was, it is what it is, but we were trying to cut down on that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and let refs know to do that where if it was me and he wanted to go in the box, I might've just teed him up for another two. I, don't, I mean, I was sitting right next to the box when they were coming over. I don't think it, I don't think he was like really trying to draw at the ref and tell him like, you know, like, F off like Mount Clemens, Frazier hockey, like eh, you screw you ref and like, you know, throw like banana peels at him and stuff. But like he was, I mean, he was just saying his thing going to the, to the box. But what's it, there to argue? Shut, 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 I, shut, 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 shut. I mean, I'm you used to slash a dude stick out of his hand between ships. <laughs> I, it looked like, yeah, you, it, it's a penalty. Like yeah. in every, every, every league, if, they could like drop their stick on the ground as you slash a penalty. Okay. It's like it's penalty. just, yeah. Like yeah. just. I mean, I'm of the mind just like suck it up and go, but like, yeah. you know, everybody, you know, everybody wants their say, so it, right. it is what it is. But um, I kind of want to get back to like, so I mean, like the game, like itself, like I said, like maybe Simon's could be better, but I'm, that's not to detract from the Maroons. You guys played like, they you guys played, played great. great. Like, they played a great your team from top to down, I felt like, especially in the first half of the game, and maybe that's maybe like the game was closer towards the second half because um, you kind of took your foot off the, the pedal maybe a little bit. 
But by the same token, like you guys, like you could just roll your lines, like having the mm-hmm. ability to have like Q up there and then like sugar and Ed, like, like it felt like it was just an onslaught. Like you could deal with sugar and edge. And then the next line you'd have like peso, peso out Q-tip there. And I, yeah. Right? And I, yeah. It's just so much speed and puck yeah. control, which worked against the Americans. But again, I like to see what happens if you guys play like another team that maybe has um, a little bit, you know, more top end, like selkie candidate for type of forwards like pete out there to shut down a line right and then like you know they're gonna hit you in the counter is your defense quality enough to kind of stop those counter chances oh it was definitely um i guess i'll start out with first i think the score made it look closer than it actually was i agree uh in the game uh it was really nice starting out i thought we had high energy we were moving the puck great we were getting lots of chances you know once we got those first couple of goals it felt like the americans kind of gave up they had low energy their heads were down you saw them on the bench with their heads down. It felt like we just mentally beat them really quick. I think in the preseason, we ch- our last game where we had the majority of our guys, we tried out like six different line combinations. And, you know, our first couple that we thought were going to work were not the ones we went with. And we found one we liked, then we kept changing it up. Other ones we didn't like. So we, we found one we liked. We're going to start out with that one. Not saying it's going to how we're going to be all season, but I think it Doing that was very helpful of trying out multiple combinations, even when the one was working really good in the preseason game to say, no, let's keep trying other ones to see what we like and we we don't like. What's your decor? It's you It's you and Doug and, and I'm sorry. It's I, I me don't and Turtle and the then turtle. Neville and yes. uh, Dougie Fresh. And Neville has been playing fucking awesome back there. Yeah. He's our, I think he's our ninth round guy. Mm-hmm. And he's he, like, he's a, not the best technical skater, but he's not slow. Right. He's a big dude. He's strong. So, you know, but he'll, he'll end up being your guys' X factor, right? Where like, if he can, if he, if he can play defense, if he all can year. play defense and be serviceable and be good, that'll allow Q-tip to stay up. Right. Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. Or right. I, one of the two to stay up or there, I, which is yeah. huge because, yeah, yeah, yeah. because then you can overload your front two lines. Mm-hmm. Where, we're getting, we're getting away from the game though. So yeah. Go, sorry. Yeah. Go we're we're going to go, we're going to go back to the teams in general later on. I just, oh, okay. just want to yeah. say really quick right. though, that, if that's your decor, then please please tell Q-Tip to stay the hell away from me in front of the net now, because I don't need that decent decor and then him kicking my ass. I <laughs> so, forgot that he could do that. <laughs> I forgot he's, Q-Tip oh was 6'5 and a, a monster. He's a big dude. I just he, he, he laid me on my ass like it was nothing, and I'm not a small guy so, by any stretch. <laughs> but let's get back to the game, and this is part of the game. I'm sure you're going to love this, uh, Mackie. I am. But, I know what's coming. But during the game, there seemed to be some... Verbal arguments on the bench between players. Yeah, you could hear it from that. It was a it was a brief disagreement about whether or not we should all be called cones on the ice, and not Jeremy Cone, but <laughs> Pylons. You know, I, I heard from sources that uh, said someone accused the team of not hustling and being lazy, and someone saying, "Shut the fuck up! <laughs> You're being lazy, you fat piece of shit." Yeah, well, so damn. So yeah. Gama comes out at the end of the second period. Oh, you know, I was trying to protect the innocent. <laughs> I, it, everyone knows it's fine. The spicy trigger will be out later anyways. He so comes yeah. down. He starts, you know, he starts jawing at all of us, telling us that we're not trying hard enough. We're not playing up to our skill level. And I'm sitting there like, baby, I'm, I was the second to last, uh, you know, skater picked. I'm I'm skating to my level just fine. I had some shots. Mm-hmm. So you had a couple opportunities. I, I mean, you didn't, didn't have a Mackie hat trick, though. You didn't have that. <laughs> Nah, that's that that may never happen again. We'll see. <laughs> Sorry, we're gonna soft track continue. My bad, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then uh, so he called, he said we might as well just put a couple hundred cones on here because we don't need 
you know, because if we're not trying hard enough, we're not pulling our weight. And then, you know, Dave P doesn't take that shit. You know, he's born and raised in Southeast Michigan, right? <laughs> Dave P doesn't take any criticism. Yeah, period. The pride of war, like, like Dave could cough up the puck in the middle of the slot to somebody and they could rip it home. He's like, bro, you should have had that one. Had us. What are you doing out there? I'm like, Dave, that, you gave him the puck. Like, I love Dave, though. Yeah. yeah. No, you need the confidence sometimes. He doesn't take anything. So he's, he's, start, he's yelling back, shut the fuck up. Who the hell do you think you are? And then uh, Gumma's like, well, you know, I don't know exactly. I can't remember exactly how he said it because I thought it was fairly well put. But he goes, I'm playing to my draft level. Where are you guys? And I'm like, well, shit. I do respect <laughs> the fact that he's not afraid That's to call true. guys out. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, as a goalie, dude, I have that beef so many times in Eminem where I'm like, move your fucking feet out there right i get pissed right but it's like he's right you know it's like hey guys like let's let's fucking go like let's go make a let's go make a smart play let's move the puck well right and he wasn't wrong you guys were getting your butts beat he's a 10th rounder he played pretty well for a 10th rounder i'd say right but at the same Um, time was was it directed at vape probably not i felt like your entire team skated to their to the draft level, right? I didn't think anyone was like, oh, fuck it. Just no, he wasn't but, directing it at anyone particular. He was just frustrated. It was just, just frustrations, yeah. right? I mean, it, you, to, you, you know, you're going into the third period looking at going into season 0 and 2. He had a rough season last year. And then poor guy got, it was Panty's replacement on the Deeks when he had a rough year three years ago. So, oh, so he's done losing. <laughs> he's, he's sick of he's losing sick in MNL, dude. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. That's the biggest thing to me, yeah. though, is like, I mean, he, he at least he stepped up, right? Because I don't know what type of leadership. Every team, you know, makeup has like guys that you know be be you know provocative, right. be bombastic, you know, right. talk, you know, or like strategize, whatever else, or you know, be a leader on the ice sometimes that you need. Or some guys, you know, some teams have mm-hmm. designated guys. Maybe it's like the GM that does it instead. So you know, every team's makeup. I don't know how your team's made up, but from the sounds of it, I mean, if no one else was really talking, or maybe you know, you're just trying to get the boys fired up, you know, a little bit of peso. Let's fucking go, boys, right? So yeah, so then, but my, so then my then issue, went like that though. So yeah. the second rumor of the night was. <laughs> After the game, there was an argument in the locker room, and a player might have demanded a trade. Uh, the same argument happened in the locker room. Okay, it was still it was still Gum and Dave P. You know, did it never stop? I, yeah, I, I, as it's, far it's as I can tell, room. it it's just locker room. It just came. It just happened again. He came out. He was still. He was still fired up. He was frustrated. And Dave P. was still not having it. You know, such is life. I mean, it got. Can't be all cupcakes and sunshine like it is over there in the Maroons locker room, right? Although, yeah. although there was, although there was beer and donuts in right. the locker room. So, <laughs> what did you guys have over there? Yeah, so at the very uh, least, we had beer and wins. Oh, well, points. Ah, okay. uh, well, well, you yeah. know, when you can't have wins, points, at least you can have a couple donuts. At least have a couple donuts. Yeah, Simonelli's yeah. Simonelli's a great guy. Bringing in donuts, he's a beer donut guy. He's can't great. It's such an odd that. combo, but I love I love the combo and I love him that he brings it in. So. I have nothing but nice things to say about that man. But uh I will say I think I think that the trade rumors are unfounded. Uh I didn't I never hear I never said anybody was trying to trade him. I just heard someone was demanding a right. trade. That's what I mean. The demands. I have believe you heard, have you heard others uh things? I mean I've heard a couple GMs uh not necessarily reach out to me, but I've heard th- from one GM specifically that he's talked that they've talked to another couple GMs to see possibly about a trade. So whether it was for for Gumma or for Dave P. So not to do my Elliot Friedman here and start lambasting names all over the podcast because I don't who knows if it's gonna ever materialize or not. It's Monday Night Lights. Half the time if people just talk, they don't do anything. But um, you know, I mean I could see definitely maybe possibly Dave being traded. But again, if you're gonna trade one of those guys, it's gonna be like a two a two person kind of trade. And if you're gonna do it not, like if you're gonna do a trade, 
doing it early in the season is probably better than later because like you know if you're 02 and 3 and you're looking to make a trade everyone's value is still kind of around the draft pick you're mm-hmm. not overvaluing like uh you know like that right. one year um that skillman drafted uh who's that one guy that played on the tigers and he left for work and was on my team two years ago i don't know or this year like wells or somebody like it's like it's kind of over underdrafted so people don't know their value so it's like oh i want to trade this guy for a third rounder was well, not really a third rounder he's a second rounder and then you never come to like a right agreement right now right. everything's right. everything's kind of associated to your draft pick value so it's probably easier to trade for somebody and it's probably also easier to get more time in a gel with your team mm-hmm. but uh so let's move on to the next game we'll come back to the teams later second game of the night was the seals a prime time game versus the whalers seals won prime this one entertainment exactly four to two we're gonna start with Hedis. We would have been in the locker room probably changing, mm-hmm. didn't get to see the full game. So let's have you kind of give your thoughts. And, and we'll skip the uh, drama at the end, and we'll yeah. hold that after we kind of talk about that's, the game. That's fair. Um, the game overall was a... I don't want to say it was as uh, it was as fast as the game prior to. I felt the overall speed was a little bit slower, but it, had, it was kind of like make a bad parallel. It's kind of like soccer a little bit, where the team, like they everyone backs in and like puts up like the fortress a little bit. Like the Whalers, I felt had you know like four guys in the zone and they're like like kind of like back checking clogging kind of their their own neutral zone their own their own around their own blue line to prevent the seals from just like rushing in with all that speed between shawnee and and pete and everybody else on their and their teams and then they would counter attack so while the overall speed wasn't that fast when the whalers counter attacked or when the when the seals like broke the other way and drove play it, the, the there's a lot more odd man rushes and fast breaks than there were in the prior game i should say um, that being said, uh, the seals definitely, um, I think the ice was kind of tilted in their favor, probably like, like 55 or 60, um, to the 40, they had more shots than, uh, the whalers did. That being said, um, I do think the whalers had a couple more elite scoring opportunities. There was especially two times, um, where you're going to, you know, you're going to live and die by that Trent, Matt, uh, Matt Taylor and Woodsy line where Trent had a breakaway around the 10 30 mark of the third period. And he just couldn't beat Ryan Z. Ryan Z made a great pad save. And then there was a one towards the end of the second where someone's kind of hanging on Matt Matty T. Again, we'll get to that stuff later. Um, and he he made a move and he just couldn't uh beat Ryan Z far right pad to the post. So Whoop's known as a goalie whisperer, but he um whisperer, he yeah. I get he's whispered Ryan Z up, I guess, last year and this year too, apparently, because Ryan Z's been kind of stand, kind of stood on his head a little bit and bailed them out of uh, com- a couple of the big chances, but Similar to Seals teams in the past, I feel they don't give up a lot of shots per se, but when they do give up chances, they're those really quality counter, um, you know, counter ice chances, counter strike chances where you have someone driving a play on a two on one or a breakaway. The Whalers bender line. How much ice time are they getting and how do they look out there as a unit? Honestly, when like the first half of the game was going, I say it was 50 50. There was a couple times where you could see that like Dylan was kind of, you know, gas, like, you know, stick on hips or like, um, like Justin was kind of the same way a little bit because they were out there for like two minutes and then like the other line would take two minute shifts. So I felt it was kind of even towards the first half of the game, but when they realized it was a, like a, you know, like a one goal game kind of towards the middle of the game and it was kind of like swinging the other way and they're trying to get, you know, catch up and, you know, close mm-hmm. that gap. They started kind of putting out the star players or like Trent would leak out like one shift early for sips or like, um, like Matt would like leak out for like one shift early for like for yeah. Dylan or something, which, you know, that's fair. Every that's fine. That it. makes yeah. sense. Every team kind of does it, but like, especially them that, that was really relying on that, like that, you know, death or taxes kind of a thing where it's like, you just either like the, like the second line's death, but they, if they get by on a plus zero, you're fine. And then, then the first line's, you know, your tax, you're not there tax for two, three goals a game. You're right. fine. Um, but so anytime you can get Matt T on the ice or what's the second line, it's Sips, Trent, Dylan it's, and, and right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they're stacking hard. Yeah, it's yeah. a hard stack right there. Nothing against those guys, but I mean, 
Yeah, I'm not going to drive into the, the, the team makeup or anything. We can do that. I mean, again, we're going to do that later in the podcast. But overall, in the night, um, I think that uh, Cam has been kind of asked to do a lot for their team a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think the first goal that Pete had, I mean, that kind of set the entire pace for the game. This was like their first chance. It went the other way. The Whalers control like the first minute of the game, maybe minute and a half. And then Pete, just like first shot of the game, it kind of like, it just laid perfect for him. He kind of just like slapped at it. And it was this perfect like low blocker seven hole between like the blocker, the pad just off the, like the far mm-hmm. post in. It was like, oh, well, that was against the run of play. And then the Seals just kind of like took over from there and, and yeah. tilted the ice a little bit like 55, 45 in their favor. And the, and the way, way it was kind of, you know, turtled in a little bit, played more like a neutral zone, defensive zone kind of trap and then mm-hmm. feed the puck out to Trent or Matt or whoever it is to go all the way. I got to say that uh, Z was cool as hell. Like the, I only saw 10 minutes of this game, right? But the first 10 minutes, he looked he looked great. He didn't look phased by anything. And I was walking out of the, I was walking out of Viking. I'm walking past him. He looks over at me, gives me a wave as, as the, uh, as the Whalers are breaking out. He gives me a night. He gives me the wave. See you later, man. And then he sets up and then he makes a save. And I was like, for fuck's sake, man. He played a very good <laughs> game. I, I, I changed really quick to get out of that locker room. Also to watch the Lions game with Uncle Fister in the in the score box, <laughs> and um, I was like, "Dang! Like he's really like he was in the, he was in the zone. He was feeling it. You know, he 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 doesn't make crazy athletic saves. He just stands on top of the crease and, and does what he needs to do. Right? He just plays good goalie, but he makes timely ones, and that's what counts. <laughs> I mean, like everyone may not be this perfect looking. He may not right. always make like the perfectly foundational base save like butterfly or right right, or right pad save or like right. cover the rebound but he finds a way to stop the puck a lot whether it's like the dominic hashik sprawl or he's mm-hmm. the, stacking the pads or something mm-hmm. and honestly when it lights it doesn't matter how pretty the save look it just matters to make the, yeah, the, the, the timely save and, yeah. and i think a lot of people forget is at least in my mind like i always thought ryan's a good goalie then he had knee surgery and like that first year back it was kind of like oh he's you know he's not where he needs to be and I think in the last two years, he's been getting it back, getting it back. And you've mm-hmm. seen that he's, I don't know if he's back to where he was, because I'm not that of a goalie expert, but you know, he's back to being a good, solid goalie that you don't mind having on your team. And I'm not saying he necessarily was like a bad goalie you minded having on your team, but you've seen that improvement the last couple of years coming off that knee injury of it, just getting better, healthier and getting more comfortable with it as well. And, uh, and another thing that uh, I kind of want to mention really quick before we move on to like another game too, I know we trying to make all the, all the game times equal, talk about them all. But uh, one thing that should be mentioned is that um, Ryan Z at last year played in the seals. Right. So, and who do you have in front of him? He had, he had whoop and he had, he had Leroy mm-hmm. and then he had like Chad. I can't remember who the yeah, Rubel, squad, was. a Rubel, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But two out of those four players back on defense yeah. are similar. And then he's always had Shawnee playing for, right. Mm-hmm. So some of that familiarity within squads, it's kind of like just getting on a bike and riding again. So sure. Yeah. So he goes from one season to another with the same, the same players kind of to a degree. And he kind of, you know, can just, he knows where people are going to be on the ice, which is helpful as a goalie to kind of know mm-hmm. if you're going to take the front of the net or if you're more of like a two on one, you take the back guy and give me a shot. Like there's different factors that go into play. And, um, I know Panny like can't play with, I forgot. It's one of the goalies. I don't remember who it is. I think it's officer Aaron. Like a Ron. Yeah. I think, I think Aaron <laughs> really hates Panny. His style. Right. Yeah. And it's and, and it, cause he's been like, all right, you play with him all the time. I was like, yeah, dude, like, I played with him for 12 years now, right? Like, I, I know what my man's doing. <laughs> yeah, you know he's going to do the panicopter <laughs> right here. The, right? And here comes the panicopter, right? Like, it's not going to be the play that you think he should make, but he's just going to do it anyway. And it's like, I, I, I know what he's doing. So you're absolutely right, man. Like, when you have familiarity with, with your squad, especially with your defenseman, man, it helps. It really helps. 
And then uh, I guess last comment too. I got another last comment. I guess I don't know. Get maybe your guys' thoughts on it. Is uh, I thought Pete yesterday when Pete plays with a chip on his shoulder, mm -hmm. it's like he's a different kind of player generally. Like when he's like the good guy Pete out there, he's like your grandpa. Like hey, I'm gonna you're doing good out there, sport. Like make sure your wrists are flat so you shoot. I'm like Pete. I don't need help. I'm a, I'm a goddamn adult. Like I'm gonna <laughs> suck. I'm gonna suck. But like um, when I'm he's a, out, I'm a goalie trying to score some goals out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just leave me alone. But, but when he but when he's out there and he's playing his game, he's yeah. focused on him and mm -hmm. he's like t and he relishes that like shut down center mm -hmm. like Matthew Dandino dessert like swarm. yeah roll yeah yeah roll like dessert swarm like Montreal like third mm -hmm. line center shut people down mm -hmm. and then like he goes out and gets a goal on top of it and finishes mm -hmm. like the plus zero for the night like right I mean it, it boosts the, the ego a little bit day. yeah but also that's like he rel he loves that role and he relishes it and he's best in that role so for the seals to be able to like deploy him in that role mm -hmm. against like the premier team in the league that like he could do it against and him to do it. That's just going to build his confidence going forward too against yeah. all the other team star lines. I poked my head in the locker room to grab a beer. This was like relatively late after the game. Right. And my man's ego was still just like way out uh, here, man. He is just like his head His I, he, I, I think they had to pop it so you could yeah. walk through the door. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but Jackson, <laughs> Pete plays his best hockey when he's got that MJ. Like I took that shit personally. Yeah. <laughs> That's when that's when Pete plays his best hockey with a Labatt in hand right. instead, instead of the whiskey because yeah. it's Monday Night Lights. Yeah, right. Someone else with a Labatt. I took that. People said Matt Taylor's the best player out there. I took that shit personally. They said I wasn't a first rounder. I took that shit personally. Dude, takes a drink. Dude, he, he, does, he wants to not be a first rounder, but, what, yeah. but don't call deep him a down. Rounder. But deep down, yeah. What I don't think his ego is any different than ever before. It's always been high. But we yeah. have to we have to move on, yep. not to another game. To what should be the main event of this game. Um, <laughs> in the third period, later in the game, well, throughout the game, Matt Taylor wasn't happy about how he's being played. Uh, play, you know, Matt Taylor, in my mind, he's one of those guys that are going straight at people. He's going to give you a body. And, you know, he seems fine, like, to get take a little bit back. But he thought Wells gave him a cross-check to the throat. Got mad, dropped the gloves, and he wanted to fight him. I was watching the play. I didn't see the cross check movement. I'm, I don't doubt that he got hit in possibly the throat. I didn't see a cross check movement for that. You know, when you're coming at people where D league sticks kind of move up, did anybody else kind of see a cross check to the throat action there? I, I personally did because I wasn't looking at the ice and then I was, my head was turned to talk to somebody else. Excuse me. And I look back in the ice and all suddenly, you know, the, the gloves are dropping and I'm about to swing. I'm like, Oh, Whoa, I missed it. But I mean, I know for a fact that, I mean, I mean, whether it happened or not, I mean, there's a couple times throughout the game where, like, I've I've seen him, like, he would skate by, I mean, he's a play driver, right? A lot of times you get centers in the game, especially in NHL and other, ECH, whatever league you want to name it. Your play drivers are generally your centers. Like, you don't have a lot of wingers that are your play drivers. Sometimes wingers can be, it just depends on the skill set. But he, like, especially in the Whalers, the way they built their team, him and Trent, like, they're the play drivers, right? So if he's breaking out the puck and he's got the puck on a stick and he's drawing two or three guys to him and he's got so much speed, like, people are going to slash him. Well, I mean, and that one breakaway I mentioned, third period, at the beginning of the Whalers breakdown. Like when you come across and went far pad on Z, I mean, I felt that was a slash. It was like a BC two-hander. It looked like me out there trying to chase somebody <laughs> and Ruble's like, that's a slash, Edison. I'm like, oh, it's not. Yeah, it's a slash. Two hands, but like they didn't call it. So, I mean, after a certain amount of time of no calls, I can see the frustration built up. But uh, I mean, not. I mean, if you get if you felt you got cross-checked the neck, whether it happened or not, I mean, there's a tipping point. It doesn't matter who you are. Like, I feel you're going to like, you know, you're going to get mad and something's going to happen. Whether it's for good or bad, I guess. <laughs> right. Sugar and I were, were watching the game together. Um, we were actually talking about your guys' game, kind of recapping it with him. 
and we had a pretty good look at it and we had actually commented earlier like because earlier either the shift before or even that same shift he kind of had a little bit of a run-in with rotkowski and you know rock kind of has that reputation unfortunately because he's you know not really that type of guy i think he just kind of got that reputation in mnl as kind of being the rough dude and i was like oh boy here we go this is gonna get you know the whalers down by two this is gonna get ugly and we really started watching it and I, dude i didn't see i didn't see a play where like wells was like intentionally two hands i want to go for your fucking neck to justify dropping the gloves and like charging the dude I saw a stick up and maybe a bit of a defense or like, Hey man, WTF. But I, I don't know, man, it, it was their contact. Absolutely. Did it justify dropping the gloves and chasing after the dude and, and doing all that? I mean, I, I don't think so, but I was in bed at this point, uh, but that did not <laughs> stop me from uh, throwing some gasoline on the fire the next day. And I want to say to Troy Otto and Jeremy Cohen, I apologize for that. Won't happen again. <laughs> we Ten go, seconds after I after I shit posted, after I threw the hot take out there on uh, Slack, I get immediately. It, it must have been. I think it was precognition. I I got a message from Troy Otto that said, "You're not helping." And, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> like ten seconds later, I got a message from Cone that said, like, "I think it was like." Uh, Maybe you better sit this one out, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> so my bad. I'm sorry. I, I know. I, I get where he's coming from, though. I, get, I totally get where he's coming from. In, 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 you know, being, you know, family with sugar, like every family function we talk about, you know, you, I get slashed. I get slashed. I don't get slashed on my Tuesday league. I don't get slashed on any other league. It's only in this league, right? And it's like, I get it, right? But... I, I, I don't know what the answer is, man. I, I know that that isn't the answer. I get his frustration. I totally do. I don't think that's the answer. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, there, I mean, there are some guys in the league that essentially initiate contact on purpose or they don't care about contact. Now, not to say that you should be slashed because of that or cross-checked because of that, and I try not to do that. But in a league like ours with lower-level guys or guys that don't even control their sticks as well as a higher level, stuff like that can happens. happen, yeah. not even on purpose. you got to realize that. So when you're going into people you know, almost with your shoulder down or you just don't care because you know you're that much skilled in them, it's going to happen. You know, It's kind of like, I guess the point is, and I hate to say this, is like, are you too good for the league? And if you're playing, you know, you throw one of us in with a bunch of middle schoolers, we start running them all over and someone kicks us in the balls. It's like, well, the kid was kind of immature and just did it. Whatever. You know, that's actually a bad analogy, but <laughs> whatever. A it's a bad analogy. Cause you got a couple benders in this room that probably would lose to a few middle schoolers depending on their skill level. Just but FYI. You're, you're absolutely right. Because, I mean, he, he, he plays a very aggressive, he plays a physical hockey, game. And then and people, so if people don't back down, if people don't back down and try to stand up to them, right. stuff's going to happen on purpose or not. So it's just one of those bad things. And right. I know if you let, if you let them spin you like a, like a, you know, a carousel, right. It's yeah. like, it's like he, uh, he's going to score a goal and then your goal is going to be pissed at you and then your team loses. Right. So you, you try to play him a little physical. Well, then he gets, it's like, it's this vicious circle. Right. And but to me, fighting's not the answer. You're no. never going to, you never should be dropping the gloves. Uh, you know, we'll look at that. I know we've talked to, or we asked, Trent to tell the rest to start calling stuff closer. But, you know, I don't think our refs are people bitch about our refs all the time. I don't think they're any worse than going to a Troy D League game well, type they, of thing. No. I think they're the, the same the level. I think they're some of the better ones. From Troy, right? Yeah. I they're mean, some of the better Troy refs, as bad as you could say good as bad as that is. 
But like, it's not like where are we going to find better refs? Is a lot of the argument as well. Dude, we've been MNL for what six years now, and we're a pain in the ass. We've People don't want to put like up with seventh that. set of goalies or seventh set of goalies. Might as well be <laughs> <laughs> that too, right? Seventh set of referees. Like, bring Rick dude. back. One ref. <laughs> one ref. That was the worst. That was the no. Don't do have that. Have Ace Pecora come back to scream at him one more time. You know, oh. I no all. I, I, but all I gotta say though, I is mean, it you. You know, from outside of the executive office, we don't know that you guys are doing anything, right? All we see is, and yeah, what are you going to do, right? There's not a whole lot you can do. I, th- I, tr- and I talked with Troy at length about this, but knowing that you're at least doing something is, uh, I, I say that's a positive step forward, and that gives me a little bit of hope. But when when Matt was going off on in Slack... Mm-hmm. I had no idea you guys were doing anything. It's a double-edged sword. It's like, you drop the gloves, you're fired up, you're being heated, you're being dumb. It's just facts in my mind on that part of things. Like, do you suspend the guy? Like, you didn't throw a punch. You know, you try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, because the only guy equally as big of him is Trent, and he held him back. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know... It also probably comes to the point, too, where if something happened and he did get into a fight later in the season, you know, it's probably cons- going to be considered a lot more premeditated in my mind, since you've essentially told people in general, don't mess with me or I'll kick your butt. Like that starts turning into premeditated stuff. So, you know, I think the point is, is hopefully the refs will call stuff a little bit tighter. We don't want people to be slashed. We don't want them to be cross checked. Yeah, right. People can be happy. We're here to be friends. We're here to have a good time. You know, you might get a nicked up a little bit it's part of hockey but afterwards let's all be friends have a beer together and have fun i feel, I, I genuinely feel for him because like no one should have to go through that right that's not fair just because you're better that you get slashed and stuff like that but i don't know i no. mean no one wants to have this discussion but um part of the reason why i feel like a lot of people in the league like not i feel but like probably some of the first round talent guys whether it's fister i mean look at proctor times he's been injured so, mm-hmm. like, like same with matt etc sugar probably get slashed more is because some of the defensemen we have in the league, they're not, you know, they're not first, second, third round defensemen. They're yeah, lower true. round, right. lower round guys because the teams are trying to put more offense so they get their better players to play forwards. Right. So I mean, if you have like me playing against defense against like Matt Taylor or like you playing de- defense against yeah. Matt Taylor, you don't I, have I don't the, play we, defense. I know, I'm just, that's, that's my point though. It's like we, we don't have. <laughs> you never the foot played speed. defense when you played forward either. Yeah, exactly. Or Pierce, <laughs> you no know, one has the foot speed. No one has like the the actual skill ability to do that. But I mean, like you don't see him. Like you don't see those players getting. Yeah. You know, like. I guess possibly, you know, slashed or having as many open chances when you have like, you know, oh, they're going against like the one tier defensive line, like, you know, having Ruble and like Q-Tip or something back, not that they're on the same team, but like mm-hmm. putting like two guys mm-hmm. that are like solid back there on mm-hmm. defense because they're, you know, they're more quality defensemen. Mm-hmm. So it feels like some of the benders, I mean, the only, th- like you said earlier, you touched on, the only thing you can really kind of do to slow people down is, you know, play a more, more physical game more get the puck on the boards where you mm-hmm. can try to like, you know, make them lose it because an open ice, you're never going to catch the guy. Yeah. yeah. But there's nothing wrong with that too. We got to, I think we should be clear that there's nothing wrong with playing a physical game. Playing rough, right? It's, not, it's, think, it's a contact sport. I think even you know? Matt said that when he was, you know, so angry on, on Tuesdays, right? It was, you know, it's was like, dude, like I get it, right? Like it's, it's hockey. We're going to play physical. He's not complaining about getting hit here and there. Right. But it's, it's, it's the vicious slashes and I totally get it. But you know, yeah. Was it going both ways? I don't know. I mean, depending on who you ask, it was. And so it's like, I, ah, it's tough. Let's move on to the last game of the night. We had the Tigers versus the North Stars. Uh, North Stars three, Tigers one. You know the Tigers, they jumped out to a one nothing start, but the North Stars answered back with three goals. Hedis, I believe you were there for this game. Uh, what did you see? Who would have thought me there for all three games and my team's playing and I'm not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, uh, I, I'm not here to... I'm going to take my Tiger hat off. Not, not actually 
take the hat off. But I'm not here to drag my team or anything, but I definitely think we got um, outplayed um, against the, the North Stars. Um, uh, probably, I, guess, I was probably similar to like the, the Whaler Seals game a little bit where like we kind of sat back in our own zone a lot and uh, made made uh, extensive use of icings, which honestly I'm a huge fan of for my, for my, when I'm playing goalie, like look, if we're playing against a top tier team and we have to, and our only way we can score goals, Yep, just like you're saying, Cone. Yep, yep, full send. Like full sends, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Worst yeah. case, you take the icing and you kill a couple seconds off the clock, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, like our Mackie specials, like what we call it on the K folks. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I got a lot better since the young, the younger days of me. Good old <laughs> half pack. I, I, I still have. Fuck. <laughs> I, I only brought six beers today. That's just it. A, uh, it's okay, baby. It's, 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 it's a full, it's a full box of wine. Four bottles of wine. <laughs> wine. <laughs> Let's All go. I'm saying, Let's Hat go. is not just a nickname. It's a way of life. It's a way of life. Continue. So, oh, sorry. Yeah. So um, we, we're looking more for like stretch passes and stuff. We had a couple chances like that. We had, a, I think Fem had like one breakaway. Skillman had like half of a chance. We had a couple two on, uh, two on ones or three on twos. But um, overall, I'm. I, that game was a one goal game for the entire game until like the last like three minutes where we got like a, a fluky goal. One thing to keep in mind too is like the Tigers, I mean, especially since it's my team, but like half our team, half of our team's been out. We're gonna have half of our team out all the way up through like the halfway through October. So I mean, like Hawk didn't play, Math didn't play, um, I wasn't playing, Cam was playing. Like uh, we, and same thing last game, we were missing like two or three guys last game too. So it's kind of hard to know what you have, especially with our team. So, I mean, it just makes sense defensively in a league that you don't really get punished by having icings to like look for that stretch pass and trying to counterattack because we don't have a lot of speed as it is. We don't have a lot of play driving outside of like Fem, maybe Bin sometimes. So it's kind of tough to really establish like a zone presence and start cycling the puck around the zone when you don't have the guys that can really, really do that. We got some snipers. Got, I mean, Bin can, you know, Pin can put the puck in the net sometimes. Kim will especially can put the puck in the net, but he's got he's to get in the right position first. So um, I thought that the North Stars play well defensively. While they control most of the play, I don't know if they, I don't know if they really, um, like outchanced like us the Tigers a lot, but they definitely outshot us a lot. They had more shots for sure. Um, I thought overall the game, um, the tight uh, North Stars looked decent, but they didn't look like they didn't look like they did anything special. It just kind of looked like it was a one goal game. It was close, and if uh, Fem or Skillman or someone else would have put the puck in the net a little bit early in our game, even though we were kind of taking more shots and Cam was seeing more rubber, um, the game could have gone the other way. So who won? North the Star. North Stars won three to one. They but they got like a goal with like I, the last three minutes. So I wasn't there for it. It was a, it was a two to one game all the way through most of the game. And, and the North Stars like their first goal that they got that make uh, to come back halfway through the second period was from a sub. It was from Wells. So I mean it wasn't even from like Fister or anybody. Fister finally broke the Camel's back, I guess, and he finally he got sniped Cam for like the go ahead goal. Mm-hmm. Really snu- really nice over like I think his right or left shoulder from like about the dot. But um until that five minute mark in like the third period, I mean it was a it was a one one game. I mean it wasn't. Yeah. So even I rolled out, not gonna lie, after the dramatics. I was like fair. I'm I'm out of here. I it's made fair. it till my, about my midnight. Life. I think it was one nothing when I left Tigers and then I woke up in the morning and it was like three one. I was like, What? I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, unfortunately, outside of I wanna say, but outside of like really kind of like Femme and, and Kimmel when he's when he's going, um, it's kinda hard. It's gonna be kinda hard for the Tigers to score some goals this year. But um I mean Kimmel had the had the game on stick probably two or three different times throughout first, second, third period. He's been getting a lot more looks and, lately. Yeah, and he, if he just buries one of those a little bit sooner, it'd be nice. I know Aaron made one or two nice saves. I think Skillman had one in the first where he had this like nice tip, and and Aaron right had his glove down, more mm. sword by his hip, and a, and a butterfly, and, and Skillman wasn't ready for him to have it there. He's used to people having to help high or something, and it went right in his glove. He's like, damn, what a save, damn. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean Troy looked good back on defense. He didn't look like 
he looks better on forward, from my opinion. But I mean, they're kind of doing what they're doing. They're just trying people out positions. That, you know, trying, yeah. trying to see what works for their team. Um, thought Fister played well. Did Fister things? I mean, mm-hmm. he was he was definitely frustrated because he wasn't getting like any you know one on one opportunities or even like with the goalie, I should say, or one on one even with the defenseman that try right. to beat them and go on the goalie. Yes, where he excels. Open ice, right? Similar to Matt Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the North Stars definitely cycled the puck um, a little bit better, and and uh, they definitely did like the ch- the dump and chase kind of thing. Like Rattler, I didn't really know the first time in like like forever. I didn't notice Rattler in a game. I watched the the Monday Night Light Championships last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys streamed oh, him on Twitch, over all over the place. And then yeah. the year the year prior, I, I watched him. He was all over the place too mm-hmm. for the Seals. So I mean, but that was the first game in a while I've seen kind of Rattler kind of just like float a little bit. He wasn't really effective, but. Um, Chad played well. Uh, there's one or two chances Chad had, and he kind of set some Chad people up. I know Chad's gonna, gonna say, be like, "Tip jar, tip jar." Yeah. Sorry, Chad, you sucked. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Chad it, played a terrible game. Yeah, Chad he played a terrible game. There. He's a ghost. Didn't even notice him. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, there was a possible like a penalty, maybe like the third that ended up not mattering because the North Stars Fisters got a goal, but um, yeah. it was like a one on one. It was him and him and Dougie was subbing in, I think, for us Tigers, and they were like fighting around the net in, like a half breakaway sort of thing, but. Um, Overall, yeah, North Stars. I must say, I want to say the better team won. I say the team that had more control of the puck won. Okay, yeah, sounds like it was a good, good game. It was about yeah, low like, drama. Yeah, like fifty-five, forty-five. It was like almost like a fifty-fifty game, pretty nice. much. But. Yeah. And that's very similar to how our game against the North Stars was the first game. We were on the bye week this week, so um, yeah. Unfortunately, the, the other three guys didn't see the game. Any other thoughts on the game before we kind of go on to? Uh, I watch out for Skillman. He does he does good stuff. Surprised he didn't do it on Monday, but we'll see. Because it wasn't the finals. Yeah. Yeah, because he wasn't subbing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go on to the power rankings. We're gonna go through them. We're gonna just kind of do some from the draft to now kind of stuff on on that. Uh it's just a way to review since we haven't been doing the podcast quite as much. So uh Mr. Troy Otto's power rankings, starting out with the SEALs. Um General thoughts on the Seals, and has things changed since their draft to how you're seeing them as of now? I mean, I thought they were a top three team when they were drafted. They look good. I'm. It's hard to, it's hard to deny any team with Shawnee in it is going to be a bad team, right? He's and he gets better every year. He's a, he's a fine wine. <laughs> I gotta he stop has saying that. With the wine. poor guy's engaged. He doesn't yeah. need me pumping his tires, right? <laughs> but uh, no, everything I see about that team is just is solid. And then watching watching Pistol actually find himself a little bit was pretty nice. Yeah, for the ten minutes I saw him on uh, on Monday, and uh, who did, who did Panny sub for? One of their forwards, right? Which was actually fun to watch a little bit too. It was watching him on forward is is is, is always a was it always Manny? a pleasure. Panny, yeah, it was Manny. 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 It was Manny. Yep, Panny for Manny. That's right. Yeah, I think they're yeah. pretty much who we thought they were. Yeah. Um, you look at it, you always thought they were a solid team. Um, so obviously, I think we all think they're going to be making the playoffs. Yeah. So I mean, I had them like similar to Charles said. I had them in my top three uh, prior to the season start. I think I had them number two specifically, just because. I mean, we haven't gotten to your team yet, but I had them like number two. So I mean. 
Their big thing is Whoop always takes flyers on random guys, right? And so and and he and can he can fucking pays and, out for uh, Yeah, I was about to get that, and he can do that because of where I mean, this is a whole systemic thing. I want to yes. bring up in a later podcast no, about draft picks and the ivory tower. He says we're allowed to talk oh about drafts. my sweet god, you guys and your draft picks, and where are the GMs fell because Whoop is allowed to be an eleven. It's that's in, bullshit. Yeah, that's in, like some of the people. He was an were, No, he was the tenth. But like, who's their eleventh round pick then? I think he was a, goalie. Right, no, okay. it's been not a no. Whoop was like an eight or a nine. But I mean, like Skillman being a third rounder and dip, but Dylan being a set. Dylan's not a set. Dylan can barely skate. He's like an eighth or ninth rounder. And then, but then, like, and then Trent's gonna be number two round again. But I mean, like, he's oh, already part, part of Dylan's ranking was because Trent was a second. Yeah, but I mean, I just you you got it when you're giving Trent that set like the second to last pick or the last pick in the second round. Dylan's got to be bumped up. It was like last year when I was a the first pick in the seventh round. Like, yeah, I was gonna say thing. because like you and you and Dougie's like rankings. When I was looking at it, like where you guys went this year, I was like, what? Like Dougie is not. I think he had Dougie was ranked what seventh. Uh, when I was looking at the draft rankings, where he went, but but Uncle Whoop did. I mean, he like, like you said, he always takes a flyer and he's not afraid to be the goalie whisperer. And like he took a flyer <laughs> on, on 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 Dale, right? And he's super high on this guy, and he's a great dude. He's really good at rushing the puck. I, I think he's going to be very dangerous. I think he's going to be, yeah. Another look look for the look for the yeah. seals to be making their their seventh straight M and O playoff appearance. And that's the reason why I want to bring it up is because I feel like where they were able to draft like Shawnee, they're stuck in that middle round, right? Yeah. Like so, they're always able to. They're never always. They're never going to get the turn. They're never going to get like the first overall guy. But because like Shawnee's running that third, fourth, and because the way Monday Night Lights does it, instead of just mm-hmm. like, okay, well, you happen to win the first overall from the from the bubble from the ball, but your guy is a first overall guy. You're just going to have to ship your first overall pick. It is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I would assume most people they would do, but I know you guys kind of tilt it differently. Like what we lock them into the fourth, right? Yeah. But like, I, well, I, Shawnee, the last couple of years was like seven. He was locked in. We're like, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 that's not happening. This year, so yeah. Four. yeah. So like being, but like, they've never been at like the top end, like being that four through five, six, seven, you can kind of, and when it, the middle rounds come around, because the way that the draft works in the turn, you can kind of take a flyer sometimes and get mm-hmm. away with it. Right. And Whoop is uh, he like he like we've all kind of sat here and said a little bit. He's been able to so in that like early to mid like that third through like fifth round. He's been yeah. able to find like those guys when they're on that when they're on the turn mm-hmm. or when like they had that middle pick like on like the thirtieth fifth or whatever this pick or they've been able to find that guy every single year that plays above mm-hmm. like their draft pick style. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny because if you look at the North Stars and Troy, now now I kind of segue into like I don't know if we're segue into the North Stars a different team, but if you look at Troy, it's kind of the opposite end because like Troy ends up either being like towards like the end of the draft or mm-hmm. when he has been in the middle of the draft, he ends up taking a flyer on somebody and they always don't end up being like they may not end up being like, like you know where exactly they were. Where, yeah. He's the opposite, right? His yeah. his flyers don't work. His flyers right. are always like a pick a draft pick after or two. So Uncle so, I, good so I think we're all in agreement. The seals, they're going to make the playoffs. They are who we thought they were contender for the buy contender for the keg. Yes. yes. Yep. Absolutely. We'll move on to the Maroons who are number two on the list. Now the Maroons and Troy's preseason power rankings were six. That's insanity. Basing to me. off. Was he doing I, math? I don't want to in, in a back well, alley. It sounds like you're we're, we're going to wait on you for a second. No, he, based on he buys his what you thought about the team <laughs> on the draft. First, what you saw in week one, Cone, have your thoughts changed at all? You guys played a very good game. I'm not taking anything away from that. You guys played really good. You guys controlled the puck. Your forwards are very dangerous. I'm, I would be very nervous if I were you that that's going to be a bit of fool's gold. 
And I don't think every game is going to be as easy as this one was for you. Tim, I, don't I don't think, think you're number should be two. Close. I don't think you're number two. I think you guys are going to be a middle of the pack team. That's fair. Charles, what are your thoughts? I'm, I'm largely in agreement. I do. There was a lot of, uh, at least on the, there was, there was a lot of cracks. I want to say even against the team that was playing as poorly as the Americans did on Monday that make me question a number two power yeah. ranking, but I'm not saying you're a bad team. I'm, and I think that they are a pretty good team, but you know, a, a four seems more reasonable after, mm-hmm. after, uh, I mean, obviously, yeah, there was other teams that played poorly, but I, I feel like that's where it's going to settle in. Yeah. Middle season's probably going to be around a four. A four. It had us. Thoughts. I'm, I'm completely like, you guys are one end of the spectrum with Troy. I'm on the other end. Like, Looking at the teams, I feel like the Maroons are probably the only team in the league outside maybe the Seals with having Pete in that second line. Mm-hmm. That roll up, it doesn't matter if their first or second line's out there. It doesn't matter what matchup yeah. you have because the way your defense lines up and having Neville as like your bender is like your worst guy. Like, and him and having him as your defenseman, you are able to against probably five teams out of the seven in the league. Well, there's only seven because there's one of them. Every team, but like maybe the Seals, you guys can get away with having. Neville as a defenseman, you as a defenseman, Dougie as a defenseman, and and not having to parade back Q-tip um, back there, or parade back one of your better guys, like in addition to like Turtle. So you guys can run that defensive corpse and get away with just rolling your first and second line against whoever. It doesn't matter because you and have the matchup. Saying, I don't disagree. The offense is very scary. The offense is 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 actually because it's it's a one-two punch. It's almost more scary than the Whalers, right? That that oh, one much... for the Whalers can put up massive points. I'm not afraid of L2 as a goalie, right? No, that, that, I'm, I was afraid. Both times, I would be like, finally, sugar's off the ice. Well, here comes Peso, Q-Tip, and I. We're all capable <laughs> yeah. of putting the buck in the net, right? Yeah. Um, but, but like I said, I, I think there was a bit of fool's gold. They got a lot of chances on an American's team that was not playing up to their potential. And so that's, that's all I'm saying. I, I, I think they're going to be a very high-scoring goal, high-scoring team. But number two seems high. There were uh, a lot of pucks uh, on the Maroon side that... A lot of big rebounds that weren't capitalized on, and I'm not saying that that's and and maybe maybe your who's your goalie? What's his name? That's Ben Grazi. Yeah. I mean, he's playing fine. But he's I a mean, great goalie, but, and I'm and I'm excited to but, see what he's going to be able to do this year. But wow. uh, I I think that what do you it, it gets nerve it gets nervous when you see you know a, a weaker decor not not a weak but relatively weaker. Yeah. And what happens to those uh, pucks with a team that actually, right. you know, picks them up and can shoot the rebounds can bury them in. Right. I mean, yeah, I, th- that's what I'm saying. I, I, I think your guys's game could end up being a lot of barn burners like we saw last week with the Americans and Whalers. To, and, to be fair, uh, you also got to consider with the Americans game last week. The Maroons scored over about half of those uh, goals for the Americans. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying, we set them up. You guys could have a lot of a lot of barn burner games, which just, is fun games to be in. Obviously, going the draft, we, you know, me and Doug, we're gonna like our team. We were surprised yeah. Sugar made it to us. We were he seems surprise, pretty motivated. Right? He's pissed where he got drafted. Hell yeah. Uh, we like Edge from last year. A lot of people seem surprised, thinking he was going to defense. We talked to him. We felt like he could play forward. He's looked good so far. Uh, yeah, um, was, he was very good. We yeah. thought goals were kind of like the key in MNL, mm-hmm. and we thought we were lacking outside of Proctor kind of those extra punches. So mm-hmm. that's where we went heavy on the forwards. There, we, we actually succeeded. thought in the eight spot, 
we thought that was a defensive spot, but he kind of got left to us, so we had to take him. You know, best player available by a wide margin in our book. And you know, I think we're in, I think we're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. I think we can play with anybody. I think we can beat anybody. Obviously, anybody can beat you in this league. So, I think we got a chance. I, I think that's I, all I we want. Like, I was the guy who who kind of like the auto zone in the spring. Like he. When he was there, we were a much better team than when he wasn't, right? And it's just, you don't normally say that about a seventh round yeah. guy, right? But he's it's, he provides a little bit of spark. Yeah, I I don't know. After seeing you guys draft your team, there's a couple guys that I've seen my own team or some teams before me, like they drafted people, and I'm like, wait, but Q tips right there, like like draft Q tip, and then you guys take him. I'm like, ah, oh my god, and then like someone yeah. else drafts, and like there's a goalie's in Oregon to go this year, right? We were towards the bottom of the draft. So I kind of like Latin prior years where goalies draft prior to because kind of kind of help build like your team, your decor, whatever else. But we're getting sidetracked here. Anyways, I liked how you guys draft your team. I thought you guys were probably the best draft to bat that I can speak, the best drafted team, I think, in the league. Top even to be- bottom. Top yeah. to bottom, even better than the Seals, honestly. But like uh like like and then like ice wise sure, this is the first game of season for you guys, and you don't know when you're playing against the Americans people feel like might be possibly in competition for like the bottom three team. Mm-hmm. But by the same token, like and you I don't know if I'm going to agree with you guys. If you guys are going to be barn burners, but like you're going to score four or five goals every game. But I definitely think you guys have enough firepower between both your lines that like you could put up three goals every game and give yourself a chance to win every game. And that the way you guys built your team, you have multiple people can play multiple positions. Mm-hmm. Sugar, Q-tip, Ike, Turtle, Turtle, Edge, Edge. All five of those guys. Heck, even Dougie is six. All six of those guys could play either forward or they play can play defense. And everyone knows Monday Night Lights. Like there's a regular season, and then there's a different animal in the playoffs come. Yeah. And if you have that flexibility in your roster to be able to move guys up and down the lineup to find what's clicking when it comes prime time in the playoffs to make things work, or towards the end of the season when you get those extra you know three six nine points to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. or maybe even get a buy, having that roster flexibility that other teams like especially like the Whalers for example, or maybe like like the Tigers, or maybe even like the Deeks, for example, like they don't necessarily have per se, is going to be like a critical tool you got to have in your guys' back pocket. So to wrap it up, Maroons might be slightly better than people thought before the draft. Uh, we think they're probably going to make the playoffs. First overall. Could get a buy. Could be a contender. Could or, be a contender. Could I, be a contender. Yeah, I think you guys would be a contender for the buy, right? The no. nor- now let's move on to the Deeks because we still have a, a bunch yeah. of teams to go. Uh, let's see. I literally have nothing to say. I'm going to say it really quick about the Deeks. I have nothing to say about the Deeks because I haven't seen them play. I thought your team was drafted decently. You mm-hmm. have Proctor, Proctor Factor. Good to go. Next person. Do you want me to start? Sure. All right. Uh, I like. I have always liked the Deeks. They have a. They have a special place in my heart. I've got a Proctor jersey hanging up in my basement. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> Signed Proctor jersey. Oh, hell yeah. Signed Proctor hell yeah, jersey. Brother, let's go, brother. Uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, my wife came down. She's like, well, who, "Who's that?" I was like, "It's Proctor." Uh, who's he played for? Well, I don't know who he's playing for this year. And then she, and then she's like. <laughs> So wait, so hold on a second. Like, it's the hey Arnold do you shrine. know? Do you know him? Yeah, yeah. He plays. He plays with me on uh, MNL. And we're both, oh, so we're both in the Hatcher Club. Yeah, he he, he invited me in. Uh, but uh, no, honestly, I think that uh, I I like the Deeks. I like them as a team. I like them when I saw what I saw on uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're gonna play pretty well. I I love Hal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love arguing with him about shit on whatever <laughs> channel we're on, and uh, and I didn't see much of him last week, but uh, saw him take a shot from the slot and got really excited for a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh fuck! Well, good good thing that he fell down to them, <laughs> you know. 
Yeah, looks the, pretty. The clean. Nordiques, I think they're solid. I think they're, you know, last year we had anybody could beat anybody kind of thing. You know, maybe the Americans were near the bottom. Obviously, they missed the playoffs. I think this is another team right there. You look at it, solid all around. Kind of did the draft they could have drafted. Um, you know, I don't know enough about Coach Brandon really to know his skill. Um, I think Busta. We're still learning who Coach Brandon is, and he's—I mean—he's a great dude. I love talking to him after the games. He's—he's—he's he's, he's a really good guy to have. I around. think they drafted Cone probably too early, but then again, Busta probably should have never been a tenth rounder. So it makes up the difference. Like Busta, right. like when you look at like mm-hmm. the other people, Ty and Busta probably should have been up around on that keeper level. So it makes up the difference. So and that was their thought was like, okay, we'll grab grab me and then uh hell right basically they knew they were getting hell hell or charles probably in in hell he can be a pain in front of the net like he'll get in front of the net he'll push try to push you try to cross check you try to be dirty he goes to the the office for sure he'll get a stick on the puck and knock something back in so he'll knock a couple of them yeah he's the last guy drafted but for where he is he's a pain in the butt Mm -hmm. uh Cone will let you defend your team. Did you, well, sorry, really quick. Did you guys make a trade? Or were you guys one of the teams that made the draft pick trade early on in the draft this year? I'm not a GM anymore. I know. That, that was oh, the North Stars still and on the, the Americans. Team. Oh, okay. That's what it was. I couldn't remember what teams traded stuff. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I don't think they traded anything. I think they just uh, drafted straight up. Um, I, I like the squad, man. I, I From the beginning, I, I, I knew we were in good shape anytime you get Pauly. Anytime you get Pauly, you're in good shape, right? Um, and then we circle right around and we get get Taylor and then Florino and then Florino and, and Alan Z had great chemistry on the Maroons last season. And I think those are, I think those guys are really going to Alan Z and Florino have, have really good, really good chemistry. I think you're going to see a lot of pucks go in the net there. The big question is, can you keep Chris Taylor up at forward? Because that's our game plan last year, we probably did not give Proctor enough help for most yes. of the year. And we had to put, J flow up there and it hurt us the rest of the way. It hurts you defensively. And with right? Star being our second round pick and never showing up, it really hurt our balance. Yeah, absolutely, dude. So and and that's that's kind of like what we were saying with your team, where if, if you can have Neville back there, it really helps, right? Where like Coach Brandon, he's like, I'm not naturally a defenseman, but I'll give it a shot, right? And he's he's out there, he's trying hard, he's hustling, he's making all the right plays. It's like, baby, all you gotta do is just chip the puck up to 22. He wears mismatched socks, he takes it the rest of the way. You know, so it's, I, I like our squad. I, I like how we have two centers that are kind of known for being the more defensive minded centers, which is really going to help our defense, uh, both in the breakouts and just those, you know, those real quick shots in, in between guarding the back door and stuff like that. I like our squad. We may, we may struggle to get a couple goals here and there. So I, I, I see this being a, a middle of the back team. I just want, I want to mention because I don't think we should forget, forget this that Hal is also a bender that's a member of the Hattrick Club. Yes, yes. And same uh, night you got your jacket. It was the same night, but he he got an assist with it as well. Mm. So he he's a one upper too. And not yeah. to be outdone by the big cat. Yeah. So just watch <laughs> out for him. He's gonna be special. Actually, so, I think we'll finish third. So we all the think they're gonna make the playoffs. Outside chance of a buy, not a given. Uh, yeah, we 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 need to get hot and red 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 a bit of a hot streak, but. I semi lied. I do want to say one more thing. I did find it a little bit ironic, and Payne's going to deny this, but you could hear it on the Twitch podcast, or not Twitch, on the stream, 
and they ask about people and ask you like, yeah, about the, the, the Nordiques. Like, yeah, how the Nordiques going to be this year? Like, we're going to not be deaky. We're not going to be clicky. And then you look at the roster this year, <laughs> and they're definitely Nordiki and clicky. All right, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the Big Bear. I mean, we're basically a poor man's version of the of the team that won a couple years ago. Yeah, so. you guys just should have traded the pick and go to got we, sugar. And we could have just gotten sugar. We could have gotten the band back together. Yeah, get the band so. back together. Why not? Why not? Let, why let's not? face it. Every... The GMs, they have the guys that they, they like, guys, even yeah. if they're not on the team. Like, I want to say, like, Neville, we talked about him. I feel like me and Whoop are Neville guys. Mm-hmm. Like, they're our secret guy, and we all, like, those are the two guys that, like, always want him mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with other guys. Yeah. It's always, like, you know. We you, always try to get Big Bear on our team. Right? Exactly. And, do, and talk about not trying to be clicky dicks. <laughs> turns right around, I not a GM. And not a GM, like, they draft you. He's like, Connor, you want to be on our team? <laughs> Oh, yeah, he, he did also oh, yeah, ask Pan. me about two rounds before the end of the draft. Hey, we think we're you think we think you're falling to us. Do you want? And I'm like, that's like eight guys, <laughs> <laughs> which is better for them. That's that's better than their typical nine. So I guess. Okay, let's move on to the Whalers. Um, I'll start out with them. Uh, before after the draft, they're not far off from what you know thinking. But I think the big thing is is them trying this whole star line. Bender line. I don't think it's going to work. They may need to spread. I know they out. have Matt LaPoudre uh, anchoring that Bender line, but I just can't imagine them going up against other, like going up against the Pete, mm-hmm. going up against a right, peso Q tip. Like, look Edge. at, look at, look at that American game. Mm-hmm. You know, they let up what five goals, six mm-hmm. goals, something like that. Like, they're like just, they're just going to get dominated. Like, yeah. they're, they're going to have to make some changes. Um, I don't know. I feel like some of their later. What's like, their decor? Run their decor by me again. Sorry, I'm <sighs> terrible this season. It's because we don't have jerseys. Yet. So they have Matt Lapoudre, McShannick, Fuck. Uh, Myers, and probably Sikorsky. I mean, that's not a bad decor. Uh, but when you're essentially, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, Matt but when you look at those forwards, though, like what the support's going to be like and passing it around and the movement that could be, that's a tough assignment too, for yeah. you know for that defensive core. I just think they gotta they gotta balance those lines up a little bit more mm-hmm. before we fully see that. Cam's a yeah. capable goalie, you know, a good pick there. Where I just him? I just don't think we can really. I think he, he was, was he was second he was, to last. Third he to was last. chosen after. Yeah, he was chosen to pick after me. It went it went Z, then Riley, then Cam, then me, then whoever you guys chose. And Grazi was the third goalie. Yeah, third, and then you, and then Kalea was the first. So I decided okay. reverse order. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, really tripped me up going yeah. from the bottom, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, um, but I. I mean, I mean, maybe like maybe they could trade for the best goalie in the league. I mean, I don't know who the best goalie in the league is, but I mean, like, I don't I mean. I feel like Cam's a good goalie. I mean, it, it's not his, his. It's not his fault so far that I mean, their Cam defense is not, has yeah, been his, like his GAA is not. I mean, relative to what and, reflective I should say of, of the type of goalie he yeah, is. Yeah, and this and this is part of a reason why I felt like some of the players this year, like I feel like you guys need more stringent on like where like people really their actual value and not be like, well, he's maybe a second and a seven. And like if you end up in the second and that like or if you're a first overall pick. And you happen to pull the ping pong ball out in your first overall pick. It sucks to suck, but it kind of is what it is. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like Dylan, for example, he's not a seventh round pick. I mean, Dylan. No offense to I love Dylan. Like Dylan's my boy. I mean, I think everybody here can know, knows Dylan's my boy. And it's probably everybody's like darling in the league too. I think we all not, know a little too much about Dylan. About Dylan, yeah. Oh, way too much about Dylan. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Come to think of it, I repress those memories. <laughs> but he's, but he's not. Even though he's scored for the K Falcons before, he's he's done things in worms and stuff. He's not. 
I don't think he's not a seventh round. He's not a seventh round talent. I mean, I know he's in the seventh round, but that kind of like hampered kind of where they could go because Trent isn't the fourteenth overall player either. Okay, so then he's a first round pick. So then make him a first round pick, and then they forfeit getting Matt Taylor. It goes to the next team, and it goes back all the way around. Because that's all it's going to do is going to push people on. So if you get the first overall pick, and then the second team then gets Trent to Matt Taylor, then pick. He, if he's a first rounder, it doesn't matter because you're not getting the pick in that round. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So if, if you're if you're if the Whalers happen to pull the ping pong ball out, it Which, just comes down to order. Right. I know. But that's my point. So like, anyways, long story short. So like, it, Dylan Dylan is effectively like a bender, right? So they have three benders on their team, quote unquote, with Sips, Dylan, and uh, and Justin. Most yeah. other teams, at most, have kind of like two benders, and then their third, third kind of like seventh, eighth round guy can play defense or can be a bender to play defense, right? Like your team, Tigers, you know, Deeks, Coach Brandon, whoever it is, or, or, or yeah. Panny. The, the Whalers can't have, like, don't, don't do that. Panny, the, the Whalers can't, can't do that, and they won't do that after talking to them. They're like, yeah, we're not putting Dill back on defense. He can't play defense. Well, I mean, you probably Sips, can't play defense. I've seen him play defense in a B league. I, I brought him out in a six man game. We played really? against Dakota's varsity team. We had six guys. It was like, granted, we had like, Four ex-college guys, and then two bum, Dylan and some other bum. But he played defense there and looked great. So I don't know. So maybe you put him with Matt Lapoudre and it works. But like you were saying, is they really need they need to kind of do the seals recipe where they need like they can keep Trent and Matt Taylor together, but they need one play driver on that second line. It's their center. Throw that can Woodsy just play and shut together. Is it Woodsy? I would no because Woodsy's did that last year, and that's where I kind of think some guy. of their middle. That's why I didn't like yeah. their middle draft. Is I didn't right. like. Yeah. I like Woodsy, and uh, like maybe I, I was wrong last year being like the complimentary piece on on the line with Seals. He mm-hmm. kind of like he proved me wrong, a couple other people wrong. I don't think again, I don't think he should have drafted this high maybe this year yeah. because complimentary pieces are like like scoring like yeah. those third guys in the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. That's like a luxury to have. So like Woodsy, but you need a you need a center. Like what, what if you would have went J Flow instead of Matt Lapoudre, and then all of a sudden you have Taylor Trent, and then Woodsy and Matt Lapoudre, and then you try to fill in your D as you go along. That's probably pretty sick. I would have done that better. Yeah, because yeah. right now their only option really is like, what, are you going to put Shake up at forward and then move somebody back? I mean, again, because those three guys, like mm-hmm. either it has to be Sips, Wright, or Dylan. One of those three has to move back and play defense and mm-hmm. unless they make a trade. So for me, that's just to cover my like, one yeah. like, ranking really quick before we move on to like, get your guys' thoughts. I feel like I've been talking forever. Um, I felt like the Whalers are like a bottom three team that was drafted, even with the best player in the Damn. league, Matt Taylor, because they're they just they're not. Dude, he can score not a comp- five goals a game. Okay, and against the better goalies and better teams in the league, he's not going to do that. Still, yeah. I mean, I like Matt. Don't be wrong. Like, I mean, appreciate it, Matt, but I mean, like, I've shot, I've shot, don't punch me. I mean, I've shot on Matt before. <laughs> I've only played him one time in our in our, in our league a couple seasons ago. Like, he, there's possibilities where he yeah. doesn't score goals, and Dude, they're relying I've, on the second line. And he, good luck, Dylan and Sips and Justin. But right. you're not gonna. Yeah, gonna, he, he can snipe it. I mean, he's got a yeah. phenomenal shot. Yeah, but like if he's not scoring, Trent isn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of saw last night. They only had mm-hmm. one goal halfway through the game. Like, yeah. and if they're missing their breakaway opportunities, like you said, feast or famine, they're going to die if they don't score. I don't think they're going to be as dominant as last year. I think they could win every week. They could lose every week. It's going to be a crapshoot, at least with those lines. If they change them up, it could be a different story. Mm-hmm. But as with the star bender line, it's a flip of the coin. Yeah, the def- I feel bad for Woodsy, like where he got drafted, because you're right. Yeah. It probably was a little bit high. Wood, Woodsy, Woodsy is it, him, and, him and I play different styles, mm-hmm. but I feel like our role on a team are similar. Is the same, right? Heck yeah! That's, yeah when I skate out, this is when the, I skate out, right? Where I can't carry a second line. Yep, not play driver, but but put me on where I'm where I can just kind of like roll on a third line and just bang in some garbage. Yeah. I'm a fucking stud. Yeah, the, the next the, option to Joe Rakowski. You could have done that. I mean, it's yeah. like the Joe Ellis role, Joe though, right? Is the it's same like line. it's like yeah. what was it, Doc Troy, Joe Ellis, or whatever right. it was, that, and then like that scary. third guy, that third guy that could put the puck in the net. That's where the teams, when it lights success, like excel mm-hmm. or don't, mm-hmm. and that's where Woodsy's really good at doing it. It's yeah. just that the Warriors right now don't have the luxury to have 
you know, Woodsy be that guy. They need to move. They need that second line center to be like, you know, a shutdown guy and, mm-hmm. and help them help the second line bender survive. It's not fair to Woodsy to put him in that situation to mm-hmm. be that guy, right? Because he's just, yeah. he's not. He's a great dude. Yeah, he was drafted he, he, to score. He, he, could put, he could put pucks in the net, absolutely. <laughs> put pucks on me before. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I think I get really frustrated when he scores on me. Cause I do too. I'm like, God damn it. There's a fluttering puck. Damn it, Woodsy. <laughs> fluttering the whole way. <laughs> He didn't even know where he was shooting. <laughs> or like he'll like tip it and, and then like yeah. he'll like sell it in your face. I'm like, yeah. okay, Dave P, get out of my face. He always sells right in your face. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to move on to the North Stars now. Um, North Stars thoughts different uh, compared to the draft. I know Troy had them pretty high, obviously, when the GM, you're going to do that. I sub for them week one. I'm worried this team is going to have a little bit trouble scoring. I think this is kind of a situation the Maroons had last year. They drafted Ruble in the second round, and that putting that guy at defense. Now, Ruble's probably one of the better defensive scorers in the league at going coast to coast or having a slap shot. I just slap shot has eyes. Yeah. I just think having that second round defenseman is going to give them trouble with the scoring. Fister can obviously score. Rattler's a pain. Chad gets his breakaways. He's on eh, actually scoring Ch- Chad on and those. Rattler might have some kind of cool chemistry. Type of and thing. Ch- and Chad can always walk back when Ruble wants to go. Yep. Chad's very, yeah. he's very aware on the ice, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you look at that lineup and they're very solid all around. Even Ty, like he was their essentially their last round pick outside of a goalie. Which is fair. He subbed for us. Like he can handle, he knows where to be. He can handle a breakout pass, get it to where it needs to go. That's a good player at that spot. I'm just afraid they don't have enough ammo to be scoring enough goals in this league to be constantly winning games not saying they're not a playoff game but to make them a series contender where did troy have them this year this week in the power rankings he i think had them the five but his original power rankings i think had them two. Oh, they're not nah. are we going I off mean, the originals or are we going off we're this going week's? i'm just saying compared to like what he oh, was okay. thinking yeah, versus yeah, yeah. like from where the draft were people's thoughts to what we're thinking. Oh, about. okay. Yeah. That's classic Troy. Troy, I mean, Troy likes to set the narrative, you know, you yeah. con- con- control the media, you get to control the narrative, right? So yeah. he, he likes the narrative that... <laughs> oh, their that, stars aren't good. Oh, they're no good. Oh, um, we're going to win a couple games and then you just wait come fucking January. It's be like, Oh, three is nice. Three four is, is four is, is divine. Yeah, yeah, four dude. is more. Five is divine. <laughs> Fuck those like, guys. Shut up, five. Right? Yeah. Break your legs with a. The <laughs> you know what the thing is? He loves a good September Heisman story. So don't yeah. be surprised if he if he overhypes your team. Right. It's, the biggest problem this year is though, Pete's on the seals. Whoop will put up with Pete, unlike other teams. <laughs> so Pete's not getting drafted over to the North Stars this year. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> I think that's the, true. I think the North Stars have a little bit of robin syndrome kind of a little bit so like they have like a really good play driver and fister but both chad and rattler and i'd say troy to a degree they're all really great complimentary players if you have like one guy that like to play with like a 1a they can all be like 1b types and Mm -hmm. you can get that perfect line it's not like it's not proctor or Mm -hmm. sugar or or um or or matt taylor right Mm -hmm. or those three or four guys or shawnee even those four like like drivers or or fister i mean fister is on the team but like so, their second line, like if Rat, but that's the thing is like if Rattler has, but plays in the playoffs, he plays like he's a first round pick. Like sometimes, yeah, he does sometimes. Yeah. yeah, and if he brings that like mentality every week for mm-hmm. like the North Stars, they're gonna be really tough to play against. Yeah. But the problem is like I mean, this is the first game I've seen him in a while where he wasn't like going hundred miles an hour, making chances, and like mainly being clinical. Game. Yeah, mainly cl- being clinical and finishing those chances. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, 
I can kind of agree with Piercy. Like if if that second line isn't really turned on, mm-hmm. they're it's going to be a little trouble scoring. And I, that's why I feel like the bottom four teams in the league, bottom three teams in the league, are going to have is going to be trying to get that three goal that right. three goal ceiling. So mm-hmm. I gotta say, I look at this, I look at this roster, and I'm not, I'm not calling home. I'm like, right. this, is, this isn't this isn't anything I'm going to call home about. It's fine. It's I mean, yeah, they're going to win games. They're going to do fine. They'll probably make the playoffs. They probably won't go very far. I'll, I'll, I'll ask these questions to Cone. How did the Tigers start out last year? I don't remember. <laughs> Charles, were, how, were, how did they start out last year? They were bad. No, they were terrible. Weren't they, they were terrible. bad. Terrible. They yeah. turned things around, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. What was the thing that started happening when they turned things around? Uh, they traded. Yeah, I don't know. Nice trade. <laughs> no. yeah, it was a spicy trade. I'm going to say the answer was Fem was able to start making games. Yeah. Was Fem really this? Uh, did he stir the drink, not Fister, last year? Maybe. Maybe it was Fem. Maybe that's why the Tigers picked him over Sugar. You were, you were sure to remind Sugar of that heading into the Tigers game next week. I don't need to remind him. <laughs> he, he said that shit circled on the calendar for a while. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you can circle all he wants. I mean, I know. I mean, I like sugar too, but mm-hmm. like, I mean, I'm I'm choosing Femme over sugar. He's more really, clin- yeah. He's more clinical. In this in this league, it's all about scoring goals. Sugar's a great playmaker, and if you have like accessory pieces with him, Sugar's going to be ex- excellent. Like in the Maroons team, having Edge mm-hmm. and then having like or like be, or if you guys want to switch up, be like full super stud line, like Edge, Q Tip, and Sugar all together. Like, oh, good luck. Like, put that up against the Matt Taylor line. Let's both both be equal. Mm-hmm. But like. Like asking Sugar to do it with like just like I mean we've seen in the past like Deeks other teams in the past was in the second line or like the Ducks he's on, the, on the first line all he has is like Turtle's good but sometimes you know when Turtle's asked to play defense against like a really tough assignment it's yeah. just kind of by himself he's by himself it doesn't doesn't work as well like Fem's got the speed and that counter kind of attacking style where it's like he it's is, a little bit Proctor it's a little bit like Proctor okay Fem bit. go please yeah. please spell us and, out and he's got a wicked and he doesn't really make a lot of like crazy moves Fem. He just kind of like comes into the zone, makes one little shimmy shake, yeah, uses the defense as a screen, mm-hmm. and he shoots it really quick, and he keeps it low, yeah. which is key, right? You know, yeah. these fucking guys shooting it off into the into the rafters every game. I'm like, dude, go for it, like shoot it sky high. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so and I so for like I guess like the Tigers team specifically, I felt like that might have been a better pick. So I mean, that's fair well, to him. He's mad. He and, then, and then they also did a trade too that helped, right? Oh, I, first of all, I'm not mad. I we, we were thrilled when Sugar came. We were thrilled when Sugar came to us. We weren't expecting that. So oh, yeah, must that be must be surprise. nice. Yeah. 20, 2018 spring team must be NBA. nice. Yeah, that, that's one thing. But uh, I was gonna say we're gonna move on to the Tigers, who was number six on the rankings. First question is. Will Hedis be in net next week, or is he still possibly injured? Not possibly. I mean, I have. He might have a date. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's an, I mean, she didn't. She has a text. Let's, let's find out. Let's find out. Let's find out, fam. Let's find out. Monday night lights. He's gonna be like, I don't uh, know, guys. It's TBD still. So. <laughs> uh, no, no, no responses yet. It's still, it still says delivered as of two hours ago. So, Ouch. Yeah, it'd be like that. She just deleted that. Yeah, that chat. That was over. Hey, think... but but the but the goth chick that likes socks. She she responded. So that's okay, what comes up. Dude. So we're I'm, I'm, I'm five hundred batting average. <laughs> oh, right hold now. on a second. The goth chick who likes socks? I don't know. See socks. <laughs> Fuck. All right, man. All right, that woman it's is just, a it's slob. Just so- it's just socks. I don't know. I'm just saying. Dude, I... That, clean up that, beer. There's red sign, like sirens, flags, sirens, all of them. You never, you never clean your room? You're like, I got to organize, reorganize my room, and you clean it? Oh, if that's if that's what's I'm going guessing, on right yeah, there. I guess. I, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't I know. I'm assuming. that's what's going on. I don't right know. There. That is just a pile of fucking... Clothes. We're getting sidetracked from the Tigers. So are you are you clear to play as of yet? Um, 
I mean, I probably, I mean, honestly, could I have played last Monday or this Monday? Yeah, but I mean, I, I personally feel like there would be a, a slight or greater than slight chance of like injuring, pulling, or doing something because one, I had stretched over like a month and a half, and two, I haven't really done a lot of like, you know, and I've been in the gym, I've been working out because I ended my uh, my gym membership like a month ago. So, and I didn't get an MRI done, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I have a doctor appointment this Friday, hopefully MRI this weekend. If it's not this weekend and it's next week, then I'll be playing the following week. According to your Snapchat, you have been eating very well. Some might say unhealthily. And your weight might be a little up. Might be. <laughs> Is that thick, the MNL snap? Thick with three thick. C's. Four C's. <laughs> I hey, you, you know, there's two ways, Piercy, as a, as a goaltender. Yeah. There's two ways you can get better in the net. Add mass. One, <laughs> one I, you can get more live and you can you play your angles better. Or two, you can add mass. Add I, mass. I've been doing it for 10 years, baby. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. So it works sometimes. That is I gotta the, add uh, those that shoulder is the max uh, workout plan. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think I do so many shoulder presses in the gym? Because I, I can't add the I can't add floaters, so I'm just going to do this in the net. And you're 5'11". I mean, you're 5'10". you gotta add you got to add shoulder height so only the butterfly takes up more room. Was, so, so were, you sending those in the, were you sending those in the MNL snap? I happened to leave that for two reasons. Yeah, <laughs> it could uh, possibly be good some Dylan's dick. <laughs> I I may have been sick of seeing Dylan's dick all the time, uh, but I was also sick of like the three minute fucking snaps from Dave P every time. Oh my god! He would, yeah, he would not he only send it to you direct, right? He sent it to yeah, you direct, direct, and, and sends it to the yeah. MNL. So at, so at least I'm, so at least I'm just getting it once right. now. Right. I like I like the pics. I like the pictures when like Dave or Cam send like one thing. It's like my kid at the ice. I'm like cool, but then yeah. it's like. I can't the ice and it's like Dave like doing like twist moves and it's like me doing dirt bikes I'm like driving 80 like, miles like, an hour yeah then it's like seven minutes long it's like in the background <laughs> yeah. while he's it's taking so, it sounds very similar to when someone puts an hour concert and snaps on the MNL chat that's Oof. fair yeah I, 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 at least it was a concert <laughs> I'm not the only person that's done that before but <laughs> all you said before so let's get back to the Tigers sorry Cone, thoughts on the Tigers better oh. or worse than from the draft side of things I subbed for the Tigers for you game one um, I think you guys got a good squad. I didn't play particularly good that game. I felt kind of bad for, for, for giving him the L. I think I let in three. Um, but I think you guys got a good squad. I think you're going to be right there with the Deeks, man. I think it's just like that, that four or five is good. It's going to be you and us, right? Three, four, five, right? Yeah. Oh, you want my Tiger's hat on or off? I'm not going to sit here and drag my Let's team. Let's have it on, say. baby. Okay. Tiger's hat on. We're going to the for the best right. team. No, um, I, I think we're going to be probably bottom three, bottom four, honestly, yeah. just because I said about, I'm going to say probably maybe bottom three, just because of scoring. Um, yeah. And then Scoring's like key, man. scoring and then having our team show up. Cause I mean, we have, we can't gel right now. I mean, I have our team's gonna be out till mid October. I mean, I haven't jumped in the net mm-hmm. until like another, another two weeks. Um, but yeah, the biggest thing is like, if you look at the team, you have Femme and everyone says like, yeah, Kimmel. And like, he's gonna be the biggest X factor is, you know, Kimmel can score goals sometimes, but like, it's going to be tough trying to keep play because it's like Kill and Ben and ben. Skillman. That's a solid ben. team. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. I'm, I'm looking, looking at it. I'm like, that's that's and a good-looking team. It's the, a solid team, but how much speed is with those teams? How much puck control? It's more situational awareness. Once we enter zones and or we can establish zone presence, it's fine. Yeah. It's just getting those transitions to get there. Because the only guy really can transition on the team from a forward standpoint is, is Femme with speed. So, mm-hmm. like, if you don't have someone you're going to hit on, like, the counter break or if the team gets gas, then you're kind of SOL. Which, I mean, if you do look at the past two games they've played, the uh, first period last game with you, and then the first period against the North Stars, right. 
out like a cannon. I mean, like all the old guys, everybody our squad, we're we're fucking hitting it. Yeah. Like first yeah, period, yeah, that's right. one yeah, nothing, that's two right. nothing, two nothing, right? Yep. Right and the, the first bat. game, yeah. yeah. And then this and the game is North Stars. We're at one nothing. It's just mm-hmm. when you get like halfway through the game, it's just, you don't have any legs, you know. And it's it's not the same as having you know oh, having like Fister, having Shawnee and, and and Pete in the same team with like uh, uh I don't know Rattler, whoever. I think the Tigers, you know? they're a very solid team. Um, you know, I think the Ben Kimmel thing can work. Kimmel's always oh, yeah. a guy who can snipe. He You're can't right. do he can't do it by himself. He needs help. Ben's a good passer there. Mm-hmm. I think we know the Fem Skillman side of things is good. My biggest concern with this team is I don't think there's really there's not much flexibility. I was about to say that. Yeah, there's there's really similar awesome. to the North Stars, right? Not a lot of flexibility and then maybe lack of scoring. I don't think yeah, I, I when I look at it, it looks there's yeah, they're not you don't have a super superstar line. You can't build a superstar line. You can't build a super bender line though. So you're gonna have right. like you're gonna you're not going to really well, downgrade really hard. When I say flexibility, you is, don't want to put Skillman, Kimmel, and Ben on the same line. But also Drake when Kevin. I say flexibility <laughs> is you can't be like, you can't be like, man, we're not getting the goals we need. Yeah. Move someone like, up. Oh yeah. God. We're going to move Turnbull up or Hawk up or Math uh, up sure. type no. of thing. That's, that's, you know, that's Shepard up. You don't have that like. Things just aren't gelling how we want them to do. Like we need a major shakeup. There's a lot of other teams that can be like Chris Taylor. We got, we're giving up too many goals. We're going to throw him back edge. We're throwing him back on defense. You know, a lot of those other situations that teams have. Skillman's a solid, uh, solid goalie. Put him up there. Put oh, him back there. Hell yeah. Put yeah. Yeah, you Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> He's beating me. So that's my biggest concern with the Tigers. I think they're mm-hmm. solid. I think they're the a middle of the road team. I think they should make the playoffs. So, in my opinion, yeah, and that's They'll kinda, probably make the playoffs. And that's kind of where I was at. Is like the, the more you play Monday nights, the more you realize it kind of really. I mean, it does, but it also doesn't really matter how you get to the playoffs. It's you just got to make the dance because playoff hockey, especially Monday nights, is totally different than than um the regular season. Yeah, I mean, two years ago when I got hurt, whatever else, and Dylan subbed in, we had different guys subbed in, and Ben and stuff. We have our roster was subbed in. We were playing guys that defense that didn't play defense all year. Guys that mm-hmm. play forward, didn't play forward all year. Stuff mm-hmm. matching up lineups and like trying to you know jury rig things to make it better. And the playoffs, you do that because it's like do or die, right? Right. So I mean, as long as you get to the playoffs, then you can make those adjustments and changes as needed. So like last year, right? We the Deeks snuck into the playoffs. I think we were the last seed into into the playoffs. We played the Maroons, beat the Maroons in the wild card, beat the Seals game one. And Seals ended up taking two and three, but I mean, we had them on the ropes, took them to game three, and it was like they were tight games. Like we were, you know, like you said, you just got to get in sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're close enough where we're getting to the point where the majority of the teams are usually pretty equal. Mm-hmm. I think it's better when you want all the teams to be good. You don't, the worst thing that's like, especially as a GM, maybe I think about it more is you don't want a team that's like, Oh, we're zero and six, zero and Dude, eight type of thing. I've and been then the those GM on the Deeks team that, like, come Christmas, we already knew we weren't making the playoffs. It's not even a GM sucked. perspective. Like, it's hard. Like, just seeing guys, you kind of like you're yeah. on that team. You just yeah. know, and you're just like, God it really damn sucked it. being a GM, a GM of that team, and being like, I love fuck. I love subbing for those teams though, because I mean, the, Ducks, the expectations I keep are speak- so low. Well, I, I <laughs> speaking from like remember that I, because I keep speaking for two seasons ago. That's like last season I played, but two right. seasons ago with the Ducks. Remember they started they like had- their their first their first go round. They played what five games. They won one game. Yeah, but like that last game they won the first go round. They subbed me in over whoever their goalie was. I can't remember who it was, but we played against the see. vaunted Seals. Right. Yeah. We won two to one. Yeah. I was doing the Ducks before the game. I'm like Ducks, Ducks, 
quack, quack, quack. We just gassing them up. We won. Yeah. I mean, so like it's fun being a sub going into those teams that aren't as good because you get to like, you know, you said there's no pressure. That's that's like it's like it does you suck want, for the team though. Yeah, you want to win, you want them to win, but it does suck for the team that's losing. So I mean, you, you do feel you feel bad as a sub. You want them to win, so you want to you know yeah. try to help as best as you can. Yeah. Let's move on to the last team in our power rankings. We have the Americans there. Uh, I'll start on this one. All right. Well, now now you come back from the pee break. <laughs> Dude, I had to go and come back. I knew exactly what we were going to talk about. Perfectly, perfectly timed, yeah. So as far as the draft to now, this team, unfortunately, is kind of what I thought they were going to be. When I looked at these teams, this was my pick not to make the playoffs. And so far, I feel it's possibly heading this way. I think when you look at this team, Serta, Judge, Antioch. Antioch was a steal in the third round keepers. Like... I don't. I was fighting for a second. It was the Antioch Panty Show fighting for the third. It happened, and after that, I feel like every pick along the line was like two to three players off. Like we talked about, scoring is important in this league. Fourth round, you go Dave P. Simonelli, one of the best guys in the league. If you look at him, he was like a ninth rounder. A seventh rounder. Now, a ninth rounder for Simonelli? I'm, yeah, two I, maybe I'm wrong. No, two, two seasons no, ago. Two seasons like, ago, he was like he's an eighth creeping rounder. Up and all of a sudden, now he's like... A fifth rounder? A fifth rounder. Okay, yeah. Brawny cross. And he's a fifth rounder on the turn, mind you, too. They go goalie. They take the first mm-hmm. goalie, which, you know, Kayla's a good goalie. But all of a sudden, it's like now replacing an, another player there. Can't argue with Weaver, Guma. You're kind of taking those spots there. Obviously, Mackey... He's a steal there. Value all day long. Absolute value. Type of thing. Value player. Here we are. I just think that fourth round. Skates to his draft level. Until that eighth round. They just missed by like probably three to four players every round that just hurt them all the way around. I don't think their top two picks weren't bad. Judge and Serta. Those are probably the the best. Top three. Top three. After that, it just went downhill. Sim was probably a little early. Bronny was probably a bit early. Yeah. Mackie? I mean, I mean, there's a reason why I don't GM anymore. <laughs> and I I took I took Panny in the 5th round in the first spring. Took him to the finals. Well, I well, mean, we'll talk about we don't need to talk about the the intricacies and the details, but it happened, but I mean, I the the pieces are all here. I mean, it looks good. It looks good enough to make the playoffs at least. I, I, I think I play to my skill level. I, I just, I, 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 I just I, look I at think Kayla's like, pretty good. I think Kayla's going to be solid. I don't think that eight goal game is no, really that's uh, not normal. Of is him. not is not saying who Kayla no. really is. He's a good goalie. Oh, I but, I don't um, have like it's part of it's just like okay, Kayla. But what's the difference between the next couple of goalies and then all of a sudden you're taking him two or three rounds ahead of the next goalies? Like opportunity cost. You look at a Dave P. Okay, you know now you could have had Peso or Kimmel like goal scorers versus Dave P. Like. Okay, now he's playing defense, but he's also not someone who scores goals type of thing. You look at a Simonelli. Okay, you could have had an Eit, you know, a Joey Ellis, other goal scorers there. It's just like you kind of look at those next couple players yeah. and like where they might, where the Americans could be missing and like what else they could have done in those spots. I'm just saying, uh, Dave P was the reason that the Americans scored on that five on three, uh, shorthanded on uh, <laughs> last week. I hey. thought it was whoop. 
Uh, Trent is is using his platform to change the narrative here. Uh-huh. Okay. For the but, record, uh, Dave P is probably the heart and soul of the Americans. I have no doubt in my heart about that. Well, he bleeds red, white, and blue. We all knew this. Yeah. Dave you know, P bleeds literally, whatever colors, literally. whatever team he's on, because this is Dave P show, right? And that's but why like, he's so lovable. Yeah, I mean, that's why we love Dave P. Yeah. I, had us, you've been quiet for a second. Thoughts on the Americans? I'm along with you for the ride, Piercy. I feel... And this is nothing against the Americans, and I love Antioch, but I mean, this is like the what second team he's in a row, or kind of he's drafted as been like the best around. Um, I feel kind of like the Americans, they aren't, they didn't draft the. I'd say they're my bottom two kind of like drafted teams, and I'd say they're about like my bottom three, four teams. I feel like there's like a, a there's like three levels of Monday Night Live where it's like the top two teams, you have like Maroons and the Seals, and then you kind of have like the Deeks like right after that because you guys have the Proctor factor, and then there's like the rest of us kind of where it's like the Whalers, and then there's like which, like, at the elite first line, second line's met. Then you have, like, the Americans, which, I mean, like, they have pieces. You guys have, like, you guys can plug stuff in, and you have a good goalie. So it's kind of like you're going to be kept in every single game. But, like, you're similar to us, like the North Stars and, like, and like the Tigers. We're going to be tough trying to score goals. And it's going to be, like, a knockdown defensive kind of grind them out most games against those bottom four teams. So I feel like one of those four teams I just mentioned, the Whalers, you guys, the Tigers, you guys being the Americans, the Tigers, the North Stars, one of us four will probably not make the playoffs. And if I had a guess, I'd say lean more towards probably like either like the Americans or the Whalers or us. What do you think the bottom three were? You said it was Americans, Tigers. I say stars. Americans, Tigers, and actually, honestly, the Whalers. Damn, you're that low on them. I just, you can't, you can't survive Monday Night Light with just one line of hockey. It's just so like... If you match you can, it, you can when when you keep your star line out there. I, I also think that uh, I think the Americans they got to change up those lines. As uh, much as I don't think people would like this or the team would like it, DP's not a scorer, but I think based on the balance of this team, you got to put him back up to forward. I think you got to put Weaver back on defense. I think that, I think it's the yes. best options they have DP's to kind of balance stuff there. Yeah, DP's a good playmaker. Put him with a shooter like Antioch. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. That's a good sign. I, I mean, you, I always, I, I honestly, I, lo- I love where I am because I always get to play with two really good guys. Are you with Antioch yeah. and Serta? Yeah, yeah. Because then, then you well, take, then you yeah, take because you and Guma, it's like left wing lock, right? You and Guma, uh, are left wing locks. Well, we did, we did Weaver. Because Monday. then you take okay. Judge, yeah. you take uh, Judge Weaver and Guma, and Weaver had a sick fucking goal in week one. He did. But when you like look at it, like. He's just not that top guy. Like, and all of a sudden, judges like judges got to essentially just take the puck and go. He's not going to have as much help as other guys. He's going to play loner hockey. Like to me, you got to throw him with Dave P. Dave P needs to feed him. They need to move the puck there. From what I'm seeing right now, that's their best option today. I mean, we're only two games in the season, and I don't want to get too ahead of you know. I don't want to have too many chances before they hatch. I mean, the Americans could you know rip off the next four wins and surprise everybody, right? right? But because this league's so close, especially gets like the bottom four teams, and I was kind of mentioned earlier. Um, but I thought the Americans in the draft, like their biggest thing was they they did well making that trade. But like Piercy said, they kind of drafted some guys out of order, so ended up uh, mm-hmm. they ended up with like you know like Guma and you and 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 like trying to try, getting some middle round guys they're missing out on. So it just means that they're like. Pierce, you just said, and you said you might have to, you know, play Weaver maybe at defense or try some different line pairings or maybe even make a trade after talking about all the all the early kerbuffle and scuttles of it really is that big of a deal. I mean, you could maybe trade Dave P and or Guma and do like a two player swap where you do like a higher end and a lower end guy and get two middle guys for your team. Or you trade Guma and you get um, or you trade like a trade the higher and the lower. You trade like Dave P and like a lower guy and get two middle where you trade two middles and get two higher sort of thing. So, I mean, you have a lot of options. You'll have a lot of games left to play, but um that's probably where 
your offense is going to come is by moving Dave P somewhere around the lineup to get him to unlock what seems to be what three playmakers does mean. I mean, Serta can score goals, but I don't think he's as like a, I don't think he's a direct sniper. He's not like he came on, on Monday. He did, yeah. but he's not, I, I don't, I don't, me personally, I don't put Serta in like the, the sniper slot in the league. I don't put him with like, I don't put him with Kimmel and, and, and Femme and, and Matt Taylor and, and Sean, he'll drive plays, but he's, he's kind of similar to judge. I feel like he has a better shot than judge. Whereas like, but Judge is like a better like a cerebral player. He dishes the puck around more situational awareness. Mm-hmm. I feel like Serta, Judge, Serta is so fast. Serta Ju- and Judge yeah. are both those like you know those players that do that. And the Antioch's kind of the sniper. They just need that fourth winger to really you know like you guys all mentioned to really gel with with Judge and or Serta, whoever you put in the second line. Okay, or bring Judge back to defense. Yeah, like, who are you gonna move up? You're not gonna have enough scoring power there. Yeah. Let's wrap it up real quick with a quick little talk about the standings. So we have the Tigers, Americans, both two games, both zero points. Obviously, that's probably good for them since they're both there. But how much pressure does that put on the team knowing there's already two teams that have played one game, have three points. Now you're essentially behind a couple teams by you know three points with a game in hand. You're six points behind the Seals. The other ones are only one point behind or three points behind one game behind. Still a lot of time left, but that's got to start being a little bit of a weight starting on your back of pressure. I'm not worried, man. As one of those, as one of these zero and two teams, it's zero and two at the beginning of MNL. It's a long season. We'll see what happens. You start looking at Hedis. You start looking at it versus you versus the Americans. Is it just you know Hedis is yeah. going to get in there, start dominating, and here comes the Tigers hey, type look, of thing? Hey, you guys want to draft? You guys want to draft me fourth? That's fine. I'm happy with it. So or fourth in the goalie rankings. I'm fine with that. But uh. So my my thing is like looking back like two years because I keep again basing things off two years because I wasn't here last year. Um, two years ago I was talking to Troy. I'm like, look, like you start off zero and three in the league, like you, you, you're gonna start looking at things because there's only 18 games, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have a bye week. So I mean, if you play three games out of 18, you're looking at like a sixth of the season gone. That's 16 percent of the season's already done. They say generally in NHL, like you start looking to make trades and roster moves around like the Thanksgiving mark. Mm-hmm. Maybe like when it starts soon, it starts entering December. I because, think it's Halloween for us. Yeah. So like for us, it's like that that Halloween, that mm-hmm. third week in October. So, I mean, you look at that, that's like the fourth, fifth week, uh, week-ish. So it's like you're looking 0-3, 0-4. You better start looking for some trades. Better start mm-hmm. knocking on some doors. So I kind of did that with Troy two years ago. I was like, yeah, we should, you know, maybe make, change it up if the team's then not working, whatever else. Yeah. And then he trade. Hey, but the P trade was it was a good idea. I mean, I'll I'll take credit for that. So I was razzing the entire time for it. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, he traded me. It's whatever. It <laughs> is what it is. What was the uh, what was the point total last year for the last end? That's a good question. Was it like nineteen? The analytics. Let's go to our Amazon. I don't, I don't think or, it was quite that high. Yeah, no, so it's low. I think so it was like need, 17, 16? Like, no, like fourteen. Amazon. Yeah, so you talk about five wins. Yeah. Five five yeah. full wins in an eighteen win season. Yes, I understand. Zero oh, and two. Yeah, it sucks. Oh but, wait, actually, it's a lot more than that. Was it? It was 20, 20, but the Americans last year only had 14 points. So you're so yeah, five wins. That's all you need. Five full wins, man. We'll see. Yeah, there's there's plenty of hockey left. Obviously, maybe not. Maybe it's like it's probably more it's probably more like 18 points. It's probably six or six full wins, yeah. maybe 18, because six like if that last team wins another game or two. If you get to if you get to 15 points, you're probably in pretty good shape. You're in the mix. Um, I know last year, like the September Heisman Maroons. Mm-hmm. Like we went, I think we, you know, won our first five games. You know, we obviously didn't play quite as good going the way, but we had such a point cushion. It made it nice. But like at the end, some teams were kind of catching us. The Americans were never really in striking distance, but it's still kind of, 
you know, puckered up the puckered things up a little bit. So I think doing it the look opposite that, way would have been differential. a lot worse. Look at that goal differential for the Tigers, man. They were minus one, but only had 20 points for the season. That's uh, yeah. I must have had a couple of lopsided games mixed in there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the heck, you look at that from last year, uh, Maroons, negative goals, Nordiques, negative goals, Tigers, yeah. negative goals, Americans, negative goals. So, you know, you get those top teams in the league, they take advantage of the other teams. We'll see if it happens this year again. So I believe next week we have uh, the Americans. They are on the bye. That's right. So it'll give them a little cool off time. Uh, Going to be a big game for the Tigers, trying to not to start out with an 0-3 mark. When you start getting to Who that the point. Playing? The Maroons. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. They picked Fister over Sugar. That's right. Okay. Yeah, and, and the Maroons picked... Or, uh, uh, Maroons picked the what the the backwards the backwards handed goalie over me. I can never remember the guy's name. It starts with a P, right? Congrats, Congrats. Yeah, I know yeah. he's the other. I know he he plays goalie the other way around. Does he? But yeah, he's, he's left. He's left handed. I think oh, he's, wow. he has black jersey and the white bowers, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he's. I think he's. He plays the other way around. That's what he throws off the shooter. He's got a spicy glove hand. I tell you what, man. Oh, right, baby. With Pengrazi, oh, right. didn't really know the guy. He would never really seen him talk and slack anything like that. He talks quite a bit in our channel. That's good. Very positive. Like I was just thinking, like we'll never hear from him in Slack yeah. ever. And like, <laughs> no, you know, it's also a weird year last year because of all the situations going on in the world. But like, yeah, been a very nice surprise as far as how active he's been and opinions he's had and kind of like scouting reports on players of what to do. It's been like, okay, yeah, you got a better bonus. So who'd have thought? Goalies yeah. have personality. How how uh, how's everyone's locker rooms? Should we do another goalie chat? I'm not drinking if we do it. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Do, do I get invited? I'm, I'm not invited. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Go ahead, Charles. <laughs> uh, locker rooms. Well, I don't know. I'm just curious. Deeks are. Deeks were, always have a good locker room. The, the Americans' yeah, locker rooms are real you. good, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> we have a good time, buddy. We have a good time. We got we got blueberry donuts, man. Yeah. Yeah. What do you Blue, want me to say? Blueberry donuts and mom and dad fighting. So I was gonna say that would also be, be the fight was probably pretty damn entertaining or as also, well. They were sitting there crying. I wish dad wouldn't lie. Tape you know. What are you calling a cone? <laughs> I, I really don't know how many locker rooms are bad locker rooms at MNL. Like, to be fair, like, so far, Maroon's locker room has been great. Even in the preseason, like, people, like, well, we had to kind of get out of the locker room this week because there was another game mm. at 1130. But, like, in the preseason games and after week one, you know, we're essentially, or I guess in the preseason games, like people were hanging out for a half hour, 45 yeah. minutes, like talking strategy, what we could do, how we could improve. Yeah. Like, so it's been all, you know, once we start losing, things yeah. can obviously change. Things but do change. Been yeah. very positive. People have been very upbeat, like nice. full suggestions, very talkative. So at least our locker room has been great so far. So every, every season, the Deeks, you know, we, except for Q-Tip wanting to have a win song, which it's just like, we oh, get our points. We have no, to get a I, fucking win no, song, No, I'm right? with Q-Tip. Like, so, I so want one too. Famously have a, have one. And, and I don't know, this is kind of awkward, right? Like maybe next year I'm not a Nordique. Does the song go with me, or does 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 is a trademark by the Nordiques? So we who 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 gets to keep, keep the rights? Did you, to did you sign a contract? I should have signed a contract. Did you I start split. it? Yeah, hell yeah, I started it. But yeah, then's yours, baby. Because we won our first game that first season. Have and, vape, and vapes like, what do you guys want? I like play some fucking Kesha. Have Penny buy it off of you if you're not on the team next yeah. year. He has, yeah. he, you know, you own the patent at yeah. this point. And so you know, we 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 you know, big big win against the North Stars. We play Kesha. 
kind of <laughs> kind of always a little awkward like who's gonna you know who's gonna jump in um uh, we'll see yeah, team's man. learning this year team's yeah. still learning okay did you have so. any uh people that were right in that you didn't expect no 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 but any people that chris sat taylor out that leading the way that you didn't chris expect? Taylor, chris taylor after a big win like a signature win he'll get into it he will he'll yeah. do at least three of the four yeah he'll do three of the four by then, he's already changed into the locker room. So <laughs> you can't ask him to stay for the extra ten seconds for that double one. I'm not. A, for the record, I'm not against like a winning locker room song. I just don't want to force it. Yeah, it just needs to. Ours was so organic, like season one. Like I just walked in, like busting the door, I'm like play some fucking Kesha. I don't know why I said that. Like I don't know why, and it just became a thing. I don't know. It's weird, but it works. Um, I like our locker room. We got. We got some beer snobs on our team, so I think I think we might, you know, maybe not always be a, a blue light team. You got you got Panny, you got Hal, you got J Flow, sit Chris Taylor. Proctor only takes his beer from uh, a Twin Peaks server, so right. bring one of those so, in. So you got to have get, one of your bigger guys put to the come tits in. up. Yeah, <laughs> I can do it too, Paulie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Any, any, anything else anybody wants to to talk about before we wrap it up? Um, we need some, we need some whoop betting lines for the next pod. We need to figure out, you know, when the first trade is going to happen. I want to see, uh, I want to see maybe like who's, uh, you know, some, some bin betting lines too. see like, who's going to be the top scorer, selkie candidate, all that jazz we need those for the next pod. I wonder what Kimmel's up to. Ooh, good question. I, I will. I will say the Nordiques have been approached with trade offers in before the regular season started. Wow. We really? were interested. I don't, I don't, I don't get the Intel anymore. Ooh, spicy. I have a no trade clause, so Panny needs to run these things back. All I'm gonna uh, say are you is, sure about that? All I'm gonna say is whoever <laughs> trades for me, I'm gonna have a neutral set pretty soon. So feel free. I'm, yeah. I'm willing to be traded. I'll just tear off the name on the back of the jersey and velcro it to the next one. Yeah, you've done it before. You can yeah. do it again. Yeah, right. Spicy from one jersey to the next. <laughs> Not that Skillman's gonna trade me. Me and Skilly and, and Ryan Allen. Oh, we're 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 getting the we're yeah. getting played yeah. off. Yeah. I think it's Pete, time Pete's to wrap his it mind. Up. Pete's like, you're talking too much. I'm like, Pete. <laughs> See you, boys. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Percy. We'll see you next time. (laughs)